Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In a new report from the New York Post, Facebook has been spying on conservatives, people who questioned the 2020 election or otherwise had subversive messages, and they were sending it to the FBI. That's crazy. Um, I, re- I can't believe it. Like outright just spying. But I, I, you know what? I can believe it. Yeah, I think it's silly to say you couldn't believe it. We know that they were also uh, instructing these big tech companies, the federal government was, who to ban, asking why people weren't being banned. So they are effectively at this point acting as an instrument to the government. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all better start laying on the lawsuits because mm-hmm. now we have evidence that they're acting at the behest of government. Now we got constitutional violations. The door has been opened. We'll see how things play out. We'll see how it goes. We got that story, which is particularly huge considering what's going on with uh, you know the FBI, the raids on people like Bannon and Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is suing the government. And then we have probably just one of the funniest stories. Ron DeSantis sends <laughs> illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. Yes. Yo, I would love to go to Martha's Vineyard. It is beautiful. Barack Obama lives there. Everybody's really excited. They're pissed off. And Corrine Jean-Pierre has one of the funniest quotes I've ever heard. She said something like, it was cruel to send people to Martha's Vineyard. And I'm just like, what is, what is this? He gave them like an all-expense paid vacation, basically. It's pretty great. Well, you know, I, I, he, he, he hit the nail on the head with the hammer with that one. So bravo, Ron DeSantis. We're going to talk about all of that. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member support our work directly as a member you'll get access to the Timcast IRL uncensored after hours show we're gonna have one of those after hours not so family friendly uncensored shows coming up at 11 p.m. tonight you don't want to miss it so head over to Timcast.com click uh, Timcast.com click that join us button don't forget to smash the like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends and let me tell you something a lot of people have been pointing out that they're not getting notifications for the show currently and uh, it's, it's like, you know, right around two months before the election, all of a sudden, people weren't getting notifications. Something changed. We don't know what. And you know how we know? Our website has an automatic feature that pulls the, that embeds the live stream player on the homepage of the website. And for some reason, around the same time, people noticed they weren't getting notifications and the link wasn't working. The embed stopped working too. So it really does seem like there is something going on there. Don't know what. Interesting, though. Mm -hmm. If you would like to help out, share the video, take the URL, and you guys be the notifications. If they're not going to put out notifications for whatever reason, then you guys can take the link right above, copy it, and paste it on every single social media platform and be 10 times more powerful than whatever it is they thought they were going to take away from us. That would be uh, awesome, and we'd really do appreciate it. Joining us today to talk about this and more, we've got Ryan Walters. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here tonight. Who are you, good sir? I am currently the Oklahoma Secretary of Education, so I work for the governor in the governor's office there, and I'm running for state superintendent of Oklahoma. We've got some crazy left-wing ideology being pushed in our schools, so we're going to be a state that fights back. We want to lead the way on that and make sure that our kids are getting an education, not indoctrination, and this has been ground zero for the left, so that's... This is the most important battle in the culture war, kids. You know, because they say the left doesn't have kids, they have yours. Mm. And so there's a lot to talk about there. So we'll get into it. So thanks for coming. Absolutely. We also have the one and only Primetime 99, Alex Stein. On the grind all the time, I'm a pimp on a blue.
and Tim, I didn't know. All of a sudden, now you're a YouTube truther. We know that, that. Yeah, you're no. a YouTube truther. He's trying. He's trying to start some conspiracy. This is a non-conspiracy episode. No That's conspiracies right. allowed. YouTube sends the notifications to every single person that has clicked the bell. Tim, you know that. I know that. All right. right. YouTube is way better than TikTok. If you want to be able to change a 1987 Nissan uh, Altima's alternator, you can do that on YouTube. Try That's doing a good that. point. Try Very doing true. that on TikTok. Yeah. Well, if you want to learn how to dance. To a minute excerpt of a song that's been sped up, TikTok's your jam. <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, you know, dancing's kind of gay, so it doesn't matter. Can we say that? It's okay. I'm trans, so and I'm a oh lesbian gosh. when I'm trans, so good I'm stuff. Good I'm stuff. a homosexual. So. All right, good start, <laughs> Luke. Prime time ninety nine. <laughs> we, okay, are, we, are, we are change one hundred. Welcome back, beautiful, amazing. Everybody who made me. I can't. I can't get let Alex come on here and out yell me. Come on now. I come here with one very simple and and very rational message. Make, come, come on, not that low, not that low. Okay, a little bit higher, a little bit higher. Pump it up. I come, I, I come here with one just simple, just rational simple. message. Make America Florida. If you agree, mm-hmm. you could get the shirt that I'm wearing right now on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. Because you do, I'm here. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Linda, thank you for also being here and tolerating all of us and, <laughs> and all the screaming. No problem. Pray for me tonight, guys. I'm going to be turning down volumes left and right. I had to take my headphones off because they were deafening me, but it's going to be an awesome show, and I'm really looking forward to it. Let's get into it. Everybody's yelling. God. <laughs> Alex, I get so excited, Tim. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a bad dog. One spanking, I'll kind of calm down. Just trying to talk about the news, and this Alex guy shows up screaming. I wasn't invited. If you're watching this, I just knocked on the door, and Tim didn't want to call the cops for uh, personal reasons. Alex is going to do a video about it. He didn't want me to yell at him with a camera in his face. He's like, all right, I'll just let you come on the show. No, he just came in the room, and I was like, what do we do? That was weird. He's on the chair. Now and like Ian, he like Ian was like, I'm not going in there if he's in there, and Ian's not here now. <laughs> no, but you know we're joking. But you know Dan Crenshaw, Dan Crenshaw gets scared to death when he sees Primetime 99 with the selfie stick. Mm. You know he just puckers up, just you know like salt, <laughs> salt on an oyster or something. Let's just... let's talk about the news. Yes. Uh, we got this. This is a crazy story from TimCast.com. Facebook worked with the FBI to spy on conservatives who questioned the 2020 election. The company has been sending direct messages of its users to the FBI for 19 months. Oh, that's crazy. And of course, all of you know, TimCast.com is NewsGuard certified. That means this reporting is true and correct. You see, we do do not repeatedly publish false content. Good for us. We clarify errors. We we disclose ownership. So when people ask you, how do do you, you know, the FBI is not spying with, with Facebook's help. You can be like NewsGuard certified website said it was true. Here you go. A new report from the New York Post cites sources from within the U.S. Department of Justice who say someone at Facebook has red flagged what are deemed to be subversive private messages over the past 19 months and transmitted them to the domestic terrorism unit at FBI headquarters in D.C. The Post spoke with multiple individuals who did not wish to be identified. Quote, it was done outside the legal process and without probable cause, an anonymous source said. Facebook provides the FBI with private conversations which are protected by the First Amendment without any subpoena. Mm -hmm. According to the report, the private messages are then sent to FBI field offices around the country as leads, which has resulted in the targeted uh, Facebook users being investigated, sometimes using covert surveillance techniques. All of the accounts flagged for domestic terrorism were conservative right-wing individuals. (laughs) It must be just a mistake, you know. They they forgot to go after Antifa. A source said they were gun-toting red-blooded Americans who were angry after the election 
and shooting off their mouths and talking about staging protests. There was nothing criminal, nothing about violence or massacring or assassinating anyone. As soon as a subpoena, uh, as soon as subpoena was requested, within an hour, Facebook sent back gigabytes of data and photos. It was ready to go. They were just waiting for that legal process so they could send it. And I also think, too, they say they, they do mention even before that without any subpoena. So a lot of these were just Facebook being like, here you go, buddy. Have fun. One source characterized the operation as a waste of our time. Now, that's amazing. When confronted over the allegations, Facebook first issued a denial. However, an hour later, Erica Sacken, spokesperson at Facebook's parent company, Meta, said the company was working with the FBI to protect people from harm. And there it is. These claims are false because they reflect a misunderstanding on how our systems protect people from harm and how we engage with law enforcement. We carefully scrutinize all government requests, blah, blah, blah. These claims are just wrong. The suggestion we seek out people's private messages for anti-government language or questions about the validity of past elections and then proactively supply those to the FBI is plainly inaccurate and there is zero evidence to support it. As of September 14th, the FBI would neither confirm nor deny the specific allegation of private messages being shared by Facebook, but said that the agency maintains relationships with social media companies. The FBI also said it maintains an ongoing dialogue with social media platforms to enable a quick exchange of threat information. So Signal, do you guys use Signal? What do you use? You don't want to tell people what you use, uh, first of all, because there's a lot of different platforms up there. Some of them are even honeypots. I don't think there's anything sacred. There's n there's no privacy online. Whenever you have an iPhone or an Android or you're on Facebook, everything you say is going directly to them and the feds. And I just wanted to comment here. There, there sure seems to be a lot of connections to Intel agencies and Facebook, especially since the beginning of that company. And even yesterday, our guest, Devin Nunez, I asked him, who's more powerful, big tech social media or the intelligence agencies? He said that the, they're the same thing mm -hmm. and they are but the, but the funny thing was that he was like huh good question, question. yeah like, and he I thought about know, it you know? and then he <laughs> talked about something else and i'm like wait hold on and then and then i had to ask him again and he was like they're the same thing and they are they well, absolutely are and i want to make this point and we talk about this in the conspiracy world and i tim you said the funny thing about how i'm kind of like luke's progeny and i am because luke has been well that know, was before the show so nobody knows the content i know but luke is you know an og truther but we'll get into that but i just want to make this point too is we have what is known as declassified information called operation mockingbird and this is in the 70s and this is when the cia said that they have Representative, representatives in every form of our media, radio, television, movies, and film. That was the church committee hearings, yes. uh, specifically. Operation Mockingbird was was a different operation. Just a heads up. There's like a little misnomer. Is there, okay, it. well, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. an expert. He's a nerd. I'm primetime 99. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a locker. But my point being is that we know that they have representatives in all of these platforms. So if you don't think that social media is not infected with representatives from the FBI and CIA, you're dreaming. And that is why TikTok is so dangerous because TikTok has representatives from the Chinese government and now they have all of our information of little kids and lord knows these kids are very vulnerable on there so who knows what what information they have on them what pictures so that all of these social media platforms that we use that are fully addicting are basically all darpa engineered social media addiction tools to get inside information about ourselves twitter uh whistleblower recently revealed that there were i think foreign spies in twitter and that i i think what they said was well, if we've got one, then who cares if there are more? Let's recruit more people. And wasn't the Saudi government caught spying on activists that were protesting them and getting data and information uh, about that? I have to fact check this story. Didn't the but Saudi prince buy a portion of Wait, exactly. guys, we cannot talk about Saudi Arabia without mentioning the 19 hijackers that... Uh, uh, oh, I don't like, want to deviate I know, we're not going to do come that. Come no, come I'm just kidding because Luke's on the show. Focus, Sorry. Yeah. No, we, yeah, but we love Saudi We're going to go off the rails. Thank you so much, Saudi no, we've, Arabia. We've, we've, we got this monitor. I like that Alex is here. We love you, Saudi Arabia. 
can only imagine the members only segment tonight will be watch the members only we're gonna go insane for Ukraine Vladimir Zelensky will be there on Zoom insane for Ukraine I love that that's good. That's good. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. How are you doing, Ryan? <laughs> uh, hey, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, Ryan. I, I wasn't sure what what Alex, how hard he was going to come in, oh, but he's coming very hard. I'll I mean, cool right? Down. I mean, cool he's like the cool Kool Aid Man busting out of the <laughs> yeah, wall over there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, it is it is fascinating though. You know, we you hear slippery slope. It, it's really not a slope; it's a cliff. I mean, we you look at Facebook and social media. We talk about censorship. But this is this is well beyond that. And what we're going to see now is basically this database, this information that is going to be used against anybody who is remotely conservative. And, you know, I'm obviously working with kids, thinking about the future, thinking about education. Anything you've ever said, anything you've ever done will be taken, misconstrued, and in waiting for the day that you decide to speak up, speak out. You're targeted. You have an investigation into you. And, you know, I mean, at this point... They are building basically an op 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 file on anybody who ever remotely is going to do anything outside the uh, the status quo. Yeah. There, when you have, we got to stop the cult, man. The, the, the it's 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 remarkable. People fearing fearing the cult is why cancel culture works. If there was an opportunity for people to live and work outside of whatever those institutions are, then no one would care. They'd be like, "Oh, you yeah. said this five years ago." They'd be like, oh, "Okay, great, whatever." What's that going to mean? That's right, because in the real world. That that does not impact you until you allow, like you said, basically those forces to say, you know what? Actually, a lot of people blew us up on Facebook today, so actually we are going to fire you, or actually we are right, going to yeah. do this. Now. But if you actually just go around and just actually communicate with folks, and you actually talk to real people, like you guys were talking about earlier, when well, we're off the air, but but are these actually even real users? Probably. I mean, are these even real people that are that are stirring up a lot of this, and you don't even know, but that's what ends up happening. It's it's beyond just the cult, because if you look at big tech social media, they control the comments. They control the information highways. They that's control right. what could, what people think. Facebook was manipulating people's emotions. Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg literally spent $419 million ahead of the 2020 elections in order to fortify it, specifically yep. in major Democratic areas, to make sure that people came out and voted against Donald Trump. Mark Zuckerberg participated, worked with the FBI to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story, yep. a story that, according to many political experts, swayed the elections in favor of Joe Biden. Clearly, Joe Biden is the president of the intelligence agency. He has been doing their biddings. The, the, the social media companies are not there to be social media companies. They're there to be the long arm of well, big techs of, of, of the intelligence agencies. Let's also remember uh Facebook was experimenting on people. Yeah. We, we've mentioned this several mm -hmm. times in the past week yep. that they, dis, they, they, they were experimenting people putting depressing information in their feed to see how they would respond. And sure mm -hmm. enough, people started getting depressed. They would post depressing yep. things. The same thing was too with positive stuff. We know about that. What else do you think they've done? You don't do you, like, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I, when they censor information, it's overt and in our face. We see it happening. But I have to imagine the, there's a lot of censorship you don't see at all. We know about shadow banning. Like we talked about it in the beginning of the show, that people are saying the link to the to Tim Kessler isn't working, that the notifications aren't going out. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, who knows what's happening? Then I go to our own website. 
and our own auto embed feature stopped working around yeah. the exact same time. That so that that's got to be something. There's censorship you can't see. But when it comes to the news feed on Facebook, that's where it gets real dark because that's totally algorithmic. They're choosing what you do see. It's like not just censorship, it's curation as well. Mm-hmm. So they can make you believe whatever they want by inundating you. Yep. And they're so and gaslighting you. And gaslighting. Yes. I think one of the things that's happening is people like us and the people who listen to this show will seek out something. Here's the example. If YouTube is not sending out the notification for this show, and people have pointed that out, that means the people listening chose to come here. Mm-hmm. They searched for it and they tried to find it. These are people who are substantially more likely to seek out information on news events. No, it's no wonder these people, you know, agree with us on a lot of issues. Then you look at the people who aren't willing to do that. They sit in front of their Facebook, they see a headline and they go, whoa, and then they keep scrolling mm-hmm. and they believe it. And yep. that's what entrenches the cult. Yeah, no, but th- this is the problem. Oh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. I just want to make this point. I think I said this last time on the show. Andrew Bar- Breitbart said that in the future, we're going to have to have internet ghettos. And that's basically where we're at now. It's where you have to have yeah. these like little, uh, you know, your own paywall or your own platform. And that's why I like, uh, but it never works. True social is never going never gonna to be as good as Twitter. So it's it's kind of futile. I, I would I would say yes to a point on that with True Social, but the engagement on True Social is actually fairly Yeah, massive. it's not a nothing burger, but it's yeah. just not the same. It's never going to be the same. There's a reason why you like the ease of YouTube because the chat is just efficient or you just, you know, it's just whatever's familiar to you, I think. There's, I think the, the main issue is only the most ardent diehards, for the most part, go to platforms like Truth or Rumble. Yeah. We use Rumble infrastructure and we do post to Rumble, but you, when you're trying to reach independent voters and normies... You know, you've got to be on the platforms where everyone, you got to fish where the fish are, as the saying goes. Yeah, and I mean, and, and what you've seen is they had control of legacy media. Then, and I was talking to you guys about this. You know, it's funny because my background in education, you know, they all, you know, the conventional wisdom is kids, you know, they can't pay attention for more than 20 minutes of a time. Learning needs to look like this. And what do you know? The most digested form of media amongst young people are podcasts like yours. Yeah. These long form, let's do deep dives. They they love it. They love the challenging of, of you know conventional wisdom. Let's talk through this. Let's do a deep dive. Let's investigate this stuff. They will go along with that. But now guess what? The left says, well, we control legacy media. Well, we've got to make sure that these folks aren't able to get to more people. So now we've got to, I mean, it's a constant game of control, obviously, but it also shows that now they know. Legacy media is dying. Newspaper industry is dying. So now we've got to control the podcast because, again, I, I mean, I, I come back to this. Ground zero is, our, is the war on our young people because the reality is if they can control them, and to your point, Tim, if they control the entire narrative and that's what most of them see, the only people that are going to be able to find the information are the truth, the truth seekers and the people willing to go above and beyond to do that. Let me uh, let me jump to one of the stupidest stories, but it, it relates to this to a, to, a, to a great degree. From the rap, CNN's Lisa France calls out Matt Walsh's weird scientific objection <laughs> to a black little mermaid. They have they have laundered this story several times now. Here's the story. Matt Walsh says on his show, I don't care if, if anyone of any race is playing any character. It's basically how it was in the 90s, and, and that's totally fine. I just don't like the double standard. And for that matter, he's like, can we talk about the science of, of a mermaid? Like, underwater, it wouldn't make sense to have dark skin because the, the sea creatures down there have no pigmentation. So not only would she be very pale, she'd be translucent, translucent like some kind of horrifying floating skeleton. It was a joke. It was nonsense. Obviously, the Little Mermaid isn't a floating skeleton. The next thing that happens is 
They say Matt Walsh makes racist claim about Little Mermaid. They omit stuff. Then you get David French being like, here's Matt Walsh's argument for why Ariel should be white, which he never said. What? Now the story has become his weird scientific objection to a black Little Mermaid when his whole when his the, his whole point was he's okay with actors of any race playing any character. They have laundered the story to that degree. This is the media now. CNN. Lisa France calls out Mash. So what's going to happen now? They've laundered the story. It's completely fabricated. And someone's going to be watching CNN drooling, staring at the screen, confused. And they're going to say, Matt Walsh said racist things. And they're going to go, whoa. Well, and that's how you entrench the cult. Tim, that doesn't make sense, though, because the idea of a little mermaid is racist because a woman doesn't just have to be a maid. She can be uh, the CEO. She can be the president. <laughs> the mer- she the doesn't have to be CEO. a maid. So I don't like Disney doing that. Little, these little girls are smart. A Not lot of them, CEO. just because they're good at cleaning and cooking, doesn't mean that she has to be a maid. Wait, I think wait. Little, great point. Hold on there a minute. I just kind of thought of something. So uh, it's actually from the word made in. So, I don't, yeah. I don't care. Hold on. Wait, wait, I wait, call wait, them wait, housekeepers, wait. but I don't have to keep a good one. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Just, I, I, so does that mean the word maid literally just means young woman? So when you're like, I got to call a maid, you're literally saying, I need a young woman? Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. I'm that's kind of that funny that like young woman is synonymous with person who cleans your house. Yeah. I Isn't that it. crazy? <laughs> I think it's great. So, so here's, here's what happens, right? Uh, the Newsweek runs this story. Oh, Matt yeah. Walsh slammed for saying Black Little Mermaid isn't scientific. What? Okay. Matt Walsh's actual segment and quote was hilarious. He said, if anything, not only should the Little Mermaid be pale, she should actually be translucent. And adding that if you look at deep sea creatures, they're like translucent. They have no kind of pigmentation whatsoever. And they're just like these horrifying skeletons floating around in the ocean. He's not wrong. That's what the Little Mermaid should look like. She should be totally pale and skeletal where you can see her skull through her face. <laughs> and that would skull. actually be a little version of Little Mermaid I would watch. Me too. <laughs> so this is what Cassandra, Cassandra McDonald, uh, formerly Cassandra Fairbanks, posted. It's like an anglerfish looking Ariel <laughs> with like purple hair. This is one I really like though. <laughs> no, no, that one's good. <laughs> the Little Mermaid yeah. and it's this horrifying looking skeletal monster. I love how he made a joke about the Little Mermaid having her skull be visible through her face and then the entirety of the media is just like we got him and they run this crazy story about him being racist when you I, i love these stories because when we can drive to the root of how they lied it gives you an understanding as to how the media in every facet is lying to you about what's going on in the world um, Matt Walsh also called himself a translucent rights activist, yes. which is important <laughs> to bring up here. But I think this whole thing is a distraction. I think this, from the very beginning, I think this is just a, something to waste our time. And I think Disney loves this. I think this is the way that now the major movie industry knows that they could sell the movie by creating controversy. What better way to create a controversy than to create this artificial character that, of course, they know people are going to debate. They know people are going to have a conversations about. They know is, is going to spur on debate. People call this uh, fan baiting and I think this is all marketing this is all PR by Disney trying to of course promote their movie at the end of the day this is what it is <laughs> I love this picture because it's like uh, it, it, it's, it's just, I just hilarious it looks like Yzma from the Emperor's New Creek, <laughs> which I love I love Yzma it's, it's Ariel with like an angler fish light <laughs> And like big Good. teeth and big bulbous eyes. Uh, but one That's thing, we're, we're, we're not talking about the elephant in the room that all Disney movies are based on trauma-based mind control with the main character losing a very close loved person yep. at the very beginning, like their parent or their Is sibling. It? Yo, yep. Yeah, yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Who did the Little Mermaid? Her Bambi. mom? 
Yeah, her mom died. Yep. Yeah. Little Mermaid's mom yeah. dies. Yeah. How does she die? She gets caught in like a trawler's like net. A fishing oh. net. Yeah. She gets eaten. Jason Momoa. <laughs> she gets put in Jason Momoa domestic <laughs> yes. violence. Terrible. It's all trauma no, based mind like, control. It is. Yeah. It is. It, but it really is. The Disney stuff is because it's supposed to. You know, all of a sudden. It, it, That's how they get the little kids hooked by the trauma. It creates like this cortisol response. The little kids like, "What? I'm so sad." But then it, you know, has this like fake, you know, uh, fairy tale. What happened ending. to Ariel's mom? I'm not sure. I don't think they ever say, do they? That's I think we should vague. make a short where she gets caught in like a trawler's net. <laughs> yes. She's like, ah, and then she oh, goes right no. to the grinder. Oh, oh Tim, we're not going to eat <laughs> bumblebee tuna. We're not eating. <laughs> come on, come on. I like bumblebee tuna. No, no. I I, but, but while this story is both, I love the humorous output, you know, with the ridiculous looking Ariel. But no, this is an important point because when you're reading a story about, say, Donald Trump, this is how you understand you can you can drive from this story to its root, and because it's a Little Mermaid, it's something that regular people might actually understand. If you go to them and you say, "Hey, did you know the the Shinzo Abe hoax?" and they'll go, "The who? The what? The Shinzo? He's, he's Japan and Trump and the fish." And I don't know what you're talking about. You go to them and say, "You know the new Little Mermaid movie? Yeah. You hear about that racist guy? Yeah. Look at this. Yep. Something they've already been primed to like. They've heard, right? Mm -hmm. It's like when um that dude from Fleckus Talks goes in the street and says, "Who's George Washington?" Like, I don't know. Name the Kardashian sisters, and they're like, "Oh, it's so and so." Chloe, so, so. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, know yeah. it all. So I, I, I like this, you know. And also, I'm having a good time. It's funny. Matt, Matt's a funny guy. Love I, I love LGBTQ Nation wrote that he was having a meltdown, and then like anybody who knows Matt Walsh is like a Matt Walsh. The most extreme version of his meltdown is him going to be going like, "Huh? Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah." I, I think you're right. I, I think that it's always great to show people the extremes the left go to set in a narrative and how much the media just actively will push something that's just the complete opposite of what the case may be. And when it's funny, it plays more also. And that's where you get this, where this will stick in people's heads of another outrageous attempt to, to make Matt Walsh into something that he's not. So, I mean, hey, it kind of he, checks all the boxes to illustrate that. It's, to people. it's amazing that they're like, he said a mermaid shouldn't be black and they stop. Because if they did the full context, they'd be like, he said the mermaid should have, have translucent skull. skin with her skull right. being exposed. You'd right. be like, I don't understand how that's racist. What right. is that? So that's why he made himself a pro-translucent activist and now everyone's saying he's pro-trans, so... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, but guys, in 20 years, Little Mermaid will be transgender. 20. That's you think it'd be less? That's too long? Well, yeah. when did when did the... It was 1989 when the Little Mermaid cartoon came out. Mm -hmm. okay. So it's actually been, you know, it's been like 30... It's been 33 years. Well, yeah, you're right. It's, we're, we're in the acceleration uh, phase of this where, yeah, it'll probably be two years. And and I, I know Ryan here is talking about education, but Ryan, what do you think that we went wrong where in schools now they have these, you know, transition closets where these teachers, mm -hmm. you see libs of TikTok. Like, why do you think they're so motivated to indoctrinate kids? It's almost like they're coordinated or almost. 100% is coordinated. You know, I mean, and that's where you look at this and, and I'll give you an example of what happened in Oklahoma. We had a teacher who was giving kids access to pornography in the classroom. That didn't make sense. Like what? So, hey, so I go out and go, okay, she said she broke the law. She said that uh, she's going to keep breaking the law. Then she's shown pornography to kids. We need to take her teaching certificate. That's literally least. what the law said. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, then the media starts in this narrative that I'm after all the teachers. I'm like, not after all the teachers. 
I'm after one teacher's teaching certificate because she was giving access to pornography. And they go, well, that's censorship. I go, no, no. What is appropriate for kids in school is not censorship, right? Well, and then, well, real quick, yeah. was, she, was she a government employee? Yes. It's not, it's not, you can call it censorship, sure, but it's not a violation of 1A or First that's Amendment right. rights when that's the right. government tells the government it can't do something. It, that's exactly right. But again, so then, well, I'll, I'll take it a step further. Then the media in Oklahoma run this list of, quote, banned books in Oklahoma. Hmm. Yeah. It came from an international group that said, hey, we've looked at Oklahoma's law, so we think these books are banned there. And they run it for a week, and I'm going out there every every day, going, "We don't have any banned books. We just have a minor. A, you cannot give pornography to a minor law that's like been around like every state for thirty. Years. Yeah. I mean, but but the media has run with this narrative and tried to paint it as, well, hey, if you're going to question her, you're going after all teachers. That's not true. And number two, you're trying to ban. But I mean, they they've gone, hey, he's going to ban Huckleberry Finn. And what, they, why do they always ban Huck Finn? Because that's the N word, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's why. There is but that. I mean, just that that book was required reading. And I see 1984 and yep. uh, in Brave New World, they're getting banned. Why? Because of predictive programming. Why? I mean, why? I mean, why do you think those are getting banned? Well, and again, I don't. You know, they set this up. They're not I, fiction anymore. Yeah, I know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> the cat out of the bag, I guess. Yeah, but you know, it's not Republicans. It's not conservatives. It's not libertarians pushing banning of books. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between. Between having conversations about, I mean, again, and I had someone, I had a reporter say, hey, but, you know, kids can get porn on their phone. I go, hold on. So the argument is, <laughs> yeah, it's out there. So yeah. we should have it in the school library for second graders. Yeah, that's outrageous. And to your point, it's part the left is intentionally trying to indoctrinate kids, push them away from their parents. Because yeah. guess what? You go home and tell your parents about it. They go, wait, what's going on? So the kid further withdraws from their parents. They want there to be no, hey, male, female, they're those don't matter. There's really no gender or there's no sex. It's fluid. And it becomes this confusing. We're going to have the most confused generation in the history of the United States. There was a story about a woman I was reading. It was, I think it was a social media post. And she said that her daughter was in school and the school had been transitioning her daughter without her knowing. Her daughter was growing increasingly depressed. Gosh. And what had happened, what, what it seems like from the story, I mean, maybe it's not true. It's an anecdote, is that the girl was becoming depressed because the school was telling her and encouraging her and pushing her and everyone around her is goading her and saying, yes, yes. And then she eventually told her mom she didn't want to go to school anymore because it was giving her anxiety. Yep. And then as soon as she stopped going to school, she she stopped all the pronoun stuff. She stopped the transition mm-hmm. stuff because apparently the story is she never wanted to, but she was being pressured to. That's kind of creepy and scary. Yeah. I mean, it's become, you know, you have activists that are pushing it. And I mean, again, these are kids. I mean, this is part of, you know, my background is as a teacher. You have to take responsibility very seriously as a teacher to go, these are young, impressionable kids. I'm not going to sit here and push an ideology or push a point of view on them. I want them to have multiple points of view and come to their own conclusion. But now you've got the left who's decided we're going to dress folks up and pretend to be teachers. And they're going to go in there and they're going to push this. And and then you create this culture of it, to your point. Young people are going to be so confused. It causes depression. It causes frustrations. And it doesn't equal a job. It doesn't right. equal them getting an education that is meaningful. And let me, let just, me grab this story yeah. real quick from the post-millennial. Arizona superintendent sued over a sex chat room for minors. Yeah. The lawsuit alleges Hoffman advertised links to chat rooms where minors discuss sex and gender with adults present and without parents necessarily knowing. This is, according to AZ Free News, the lawsuit filed in the Maricopa County Superior Court alleges Hoffman advertised links. So we, we read that. Judge Peter Thompson will preside. The chat rooms have, uh, have quick escape functions that Hoffman claims violate Arizona's Parents' Bill of Rights in the suit. 
It specifies how Hoffman advertised QChat space, which is aimed at LGBTQ youth 13 years and older. Chat rooms include sex and relationships Q&A, for trans non-binary youth activism and allyship, for trans non-binary youth sex ed. Yeah, so these schools are having these conversations with your kids and they're encouraging them to speak. This is the crazy thing. It's not the first time we've heard this, where they bring minors into rooms with adults without the parents yep. knowing, knowing. Like, come on, man. Guys, it's amazing to me. It wasn't that long ago that, I mean, like, hey, you know, I would I would see a student at Walmart and it was weird for them. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you have kids course. and a wife? And I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah. But, you know, I mean, you're in the classroom, you're teaching academics, you're going through the stand. I mean, and to them, it's like a bizarro world to see you like it in is. real life. Yeah. You know, we've gone from that to, hey, we're going to bring in minors. We're going to talk about sex and we're going to talk about your sexual orientation. We're going to talk about your your gender. It's outrageous. It's amazing how quickly we've gone from that type of perspective to this full-on indoctrination. And it's not just schools. It, it's parades. It's public showings. Yep. It's TV yep. shows. It's movie Libraries, series. Yep. It's social media where, of course, it's promoted in the algorithm. And people and young kids especially are gaslit that this is okay and they get special brownie points on the internet. They get more likes. They get more play in the algorithm if they declare that they're a part of the larger accepted group that, of course, everyone wants them to be, which is absolutely crazy. I just learned about the the transition rooms that you were telling me i just mm-hmm. looked it up yeah. that also is kind of mind-boggling to to see these type of things going on at school without the participation of the parents and this is why i think homeschooling has been on such a huge rise and i think if there's a caveat to any of this it's that people are finally learning because of covid because of the last two years because of all the zoom calls they're finally seeing all the horrendous things that their kids are, are being indoctrinated to that they're saying enough is enough we're taking the kids from school we're teaching them the important things that they actually will use in life and and changing the game this way there's millions of people homeschooling and i think this is a a, a sign that i think is is, is a positive well, uh, and a good i gotta make this point though as an app developer myself you know having the quick escape function is when you have a really good honest app you always have to have something so you can tetris qu- quickly exit out of it so you don't get caught speaking to a child i mean just the fact that they're speaking. I mean, seriously, Jeez, they're like, oh, yeah. we got to have a function, quick escape functionality in case somebody walks in the room. I mean, that's sick. That's perverted. And that's, it goes to, and the reason why I thought about that is when you talked about the transition clauses, it's like, you know, you have to talk about this with the developer. Like, oh, we, we may need to be able to get out of this instantly because we could be talking about something that's very demonic or evil. So it's just, that, that just shows you how much, how many layers or inappropriate are. and or how illegal. Inappropri- yeah, of course. Yeah. So you know that that website should not exist and that's a teacher doing it. So, well, so what, what's, uh, what's going on with the, uh, with you and say school choice or homeschooling or micro schooling? Right. You know, I, I couldn't agree more that what we've seen is a parents that have open their eyes through COVID, seeing what's going on in the classrooms to say, we want more school choice. We want more options for our kids. Hey, if a parent wants to homeschool a kid or send them to a private school in these micro schools, I'm glad you brought that up. We are seeing incredible innovation that's going on because, hey, a parent, a couple of teachers go, hey, we can we can do project-based learning. We can have kids develop their own company. I mean, yeah. we, can, we can have you do, create a startup. Here you go. Here, here's some materials. You guys start it up, and we'll, we'll help work through all that. We can do math, science through this type of innovation, and it's really unlocking the potential. And again, this whole one-size-fits-all model in education has to stop. We all know that. Like, you know, not everybody takes the traditional path to be successful in life. It, and, it, and we push kids in it, and then we make them feel like failures when they don't go down that road. This is why I thought school was just miserable, because, like, for me, they, we would spend one whole week— on a sub- subject that I would learn in 10 minutes. 
they'd, they'd open the book and be like, here's this, you know, current lesson today. And then at the end of the week, you could take a test. So like on day one, I read it. I'm like, I get it. Yeah, I'm good. And then I'm sitting there and they punish me for it. Yeah. They, they say, you're being bad. You're not paying attention. Yeah. You're in trouble. You get detention. Public school is a scam. I mean, it's, it's an indoctrination center that was literally created on the foundations of the Rockefeller family that wanted good slave workers that were going to be good, obedient workers in the factory. Everything is based on that old principle. Society doesn't run this way anymore. We don't have any factories. The Rockefellers, along with Henry Kissinger and, and uh, Nixon, sent them over to China when they opened up China to the rest of the world. But 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 this is, again, a failed system that is failing our country. Our IQs have been going down dramatically. Intelligence and, and emotional health has been going down dramatically. And I think this is done deliberately. And I think this is a success of the system rather than a failure. Because when you truly look at how the system and why the system was started, it starts to make a lot more sense. That's exactly right. I mean, th that's where understanding that it was developed in the Industrial Revolution to say, we want to have good factory workers. And what did we want? We wanted, first of all, to make sure they could go tend the crops, which is why we had summers off, so that they could tend harvest. That's literally the reason <laughs> yeah. for the schedule. Yeah. And we still yeah. have the I mean, I know the, lunch breaks, yeah. specifically. So, so regurgitate, repeat, follow orders, the follow the procedures, yes. punch the hole exactly where we tell you to punch the hole in. And that was what it was designed in order to do. And now we live in this incredibly agile economy where literally the thing that is most productive is the ability to be, uh, you know, be creative, uh, be innovative, um, you know, be able to create on your own and think outside the box and think about things differently and literally have a system in place that does not help that flourish, doesn't build upon that as a premise. And so that's what we've got to continue to do is to push for an education system that unlocks the potential of every learner. And that means it's different. That means it's different for every learner. And to your point, if you have a learner that can take off, let them take off. Why are we slowing them down? And why are we allowing ourselves to overly regulate and push a model on kids that frankly, like I said, you can talk to people every day. They don't follow the traditional path to be successful. Hey, college, guess what? A lot of people don't want to send their kids to college. That's not even the traditional way to be successful. Never has been. It's it's, it's a myth, modern, uh, relative, uh, I think that only emerged with the millennial generation for the most part. G uh, Gen Xers probably to a certain degree, more so and mostly millennials. I don't, I, I think you know, maybe we can look at the data because for me, it's just what I, what I understand about the, the narratives they give us all the time is that, you know, the greatest generation had high school diplomas and fed their families and the boomers didn't go to college. Some of them did, many of them did, but most or a large amount didn't. And they were still able to work jobs and be successful. Such a, it, it, you know, 60% of Oklahomans don't go to college. Mm. And we look at the jobs, you know, Walmart right now is running this on a loop. They've got their commercial of, they are starting semi-truck drivers at six figures. Wow. Yeah. You can go here for, for, for six weeks, you get a CDL license, you can get behind a truck and you start $120,000. Wow. There are kids that go, I get to travel around the country. Mm -hmm. I get this kind of training. I get, I get, and by the way, benefits are great too. But you start looking through this and go, college, this whole, all kids should go to college. It's been a myth. And to your point, it's never actually been true. The right. majority of people never have gone to college. So again, doctors, lawyers, sure, go to college. But the reality is we have pushed kids down a path for so long and said, this was what success looks like. And by the way, if you don't do that, you're not a success. And then you wonder why kids, a lot of kids hate school. Yeah. Then you wonder why, by the way, teachers get there's frustrated a, in that environment. There's, well. a, there's a meme where it's a woman looking at her kid and there's a garbage man and she's like, it's a political cartoon. She's like, you better go to college, otherwise you're going to end up like him. And then the guy's like, I make six figures and have health care benefits. <laughs> like, exactly. right. like you're ragging on the garbage guy, garbage man, and he's getting paid way better That's than right. all these college grads. It's, it's, it's right. crazy to think. 
And and also, it's just another problem with that. It's a liberal elite mentality. And, and a lot of neocon conservative types have this too, the suburban families, mm-hmm. that like there's demeaning work. That like, you don't want to do that job. That's a bad job. Oh, why would you want to? It's like, these are very important jobs that people got to do. And it's like, you should be eternally grateful someone's willing to handle your bag of crap and take it out of your house. Could you imagine these people would be crying in two seconds if the, if the, if the sanitation workers were just like, you know what? Take your own trash. Now you can be that person. And they're going to be like, please, please. There's feasties. Yeah, they'll beg. They'll beg and cry. It's so elitist and condescending, too, because, you know, we looked at this, you know, I know, I'm trying to remember which think tank it was, but they did kind of a study on happiness. You know, what, who, who says they're most fulfilled by their job? I don't know if you, if you guys remember seeing this, I think it was AEI, uh, but it was a, uh, one of the highest rated ones was a custodian at a school. Mm. And the reason why was because the custodian felt and saw kids that were excited to go play on the playground. They were excited to be at school. And he realized, and, and again, that group realized what I'm doing every day is helping make kids happy. And these teachers yes. are thankful. They come to me and tell me thanks. And again, that's a job that you would think, hey, you know, cleaning up the school every day. They rated it as one of the most, yeah, one of the happiest, uh, you know, occupations because they said, look, we see what we're doing as a fulfillment to society. And that's a reality, though. But the liberal elites think that a Ph.D. in, you know, underwater basket weaving or some art, you know, humanity is the end all be all. Even if you don't have a job, even if there's not a job on it, they think that means success rather than contributing to society. Who was it on The View who thought that uh Joe's uh, that Jill Biden was a doctor. Sonny Hostin, I think. Was it? I think she was well, his like. Wife. She's Jill, a, she's Jill a, is a good doctor. She's a good doctor, and they're like, she's actually not a doctor. It's like, <laughs> she's not. She has an education doctorate or whatever. Close enough. I would let her do surgery on me. Uh, but hey, I want to make a point. I, I couldn't get in. I couldn't get in on the education thing. And I want to say, you know, I thought the Rockefellers did a good job. Uh, you know, creating a curriculum of. Uh, good workers, and I think it did a good job. But for me, when Barack Obama's husband got rid of the square pizza, Michelle, that is when I lost all my love for uh, public schooling. Because once once they took away the good food. Oh, no I remember point. those pizzas. Yeah. I actually like and, them. And Michelle Obama got rid of them trying to make everybody go vegan. Michelle, let us eat some cheese pizza. I know you guys love cheese pizza. Yeah, we used to we used to have those you know those squares, and it was like the cheese. Who knows what it was? We had blue hot dogs. That what? was the weird. No, Wait, what? Why were yeah. they blue? Were they Gatorade? Know. I wouldn't eat them. They were <laughs> yeah, gray. So they were they were like Oof. if you'd walk in and there was like hot dogs and like I think they were boiling them, and then they'd like hand, they'd put them on. The craziest thing about school food is that it never made sense. They'd give you a hot dog with no bun <laughs> right. because it was just like whatever they had. But it, we would very often the hot dogs would be gray, yeah. and then sometimes they would be blue, huh. bluish gray. And I just I wouldn't eat it. Still healthier yeah. than the vegan diet, but that's a separate point <laughs> to make here. <laughs> anyway, let's 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 do a hard segue. We're going to jump to the uh, the big story. Daily Mail says Martha's Vineyard declares a humanitarian crisis over influx of just fifty Venezuelan migrants. Republicans slam liberal islands pathetic reaction and ask, "What are the thousands arriving in Texas every single day?" I love this. Did you guys see Corinne Jean-Pierre's response where she's like, it's, it's, a, it's a cruel and unusual thing to send people to Martha's Vineyard? And yeah, I'm like, terrible. calm down, man. Stop bragging nice. on Martha's Vineyard, dude. <laughs> it's actually like, Ron DeSantis, I'm kind of jealous. Like, why does he get to give them a flight to Martha's Vineyard? What about me? Yeah, you know? No, for real. Like, I, I got to be honest. He could have just randomly chosen 50 Floridians and been like, you're getting a vacation in Martha's Vineyard. Instead, the illegal immigrants are the ones who get this luxurious uh, vacation. 
Yeah, well, look at the immigrants that go to New York. They get well, a hotel in uh, in Times Square. So I mean, are they, they get, really at Times Square? Yeah, that's what I believe. Wow. The they they did originally. It was like six hundred dollars a night Luxury per room, hotel, and then they stopped that policy. But that was no the policy kidding. in the first few uh, first few weeks. But yeah. but it's not a vacation. They're kicking them out. If if you see the the government officials from Martha's Vineyard, they're coming out. They're like, these people can't stay here. <laughs> they can't. They can't. Be here. There's fifty of them. They're calling for federal assistance right now. They're calling in emergency meetings. 50 people. How many mansions do they have over there? How many rooms does Barack Obama beachfront mansion that, that, by the way, somehow can't be affected by the rising tides he keeps warning everyone about? How in the world? He has so many rooms. Let him in. Let them in the mansions. Why? Why aren't they? Why are they, Why are they being so selfish? Why are yeah, they being Chris, so so disgustingly rude? Christina Peshaw tweeted, "Wow, this Martha Vineyard's Democrat doesn't seem very welcoming or progressive." Quote: We don't have housing for fifty immigrants. Uh, don't the Obamas have a ten-bedroom mansion there? <laughs> Minimum, fit yeah. half of them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So the Obamas have eight rooms in their house. They have seven and a half bathrooms. They have thirty acres on a little piece of Martha's Vineyard that's said to be of Martha's Vineyard that's said to be underwater in like five years according to them it's not me saying this and I can't you know this lady who's talking about housing these people Martha's Vineyard is really small they're a very small population it's likely that they don't have housing for 50 people right now but at the same time you know exactly what you voted for I think this is brilliant they, they, there's tons of properties on Martha's Vineyard, Vineyard that are vacant yeah there's tons. space, and there, and, there's and, space yeah. but there's, there's houses and they're not all big mansions some are like one bedroom one bathroom little cot like little yeah, cottages yeah, yeah. so i get it those are privately uh you know privately owned but hey how about this how about all the rich people you know you own a, a 15 million dollar mansion why don't you you guys pull your resources together send it to the government so the government can do what you want them to do because you guys like helping migrants right so why don't you pull your money the government can then buy some of these houses and start housing these migrants what's wrong well see the troll in me loves that they're sending them there but the pragmatic primetime 99 alex sign which Aww. is i'm usually not like that oh. I I don't want to send these immigrants all the way deep into America. Let's send them back to their home on a first-class ticket. Well, so I, I said this too, and people pointed out that the states don't have the international like authority to deport people. I'm sure. Yeah. So it's like international relations are, are negotiated at the federal level. So the state of Texas can't just send people. They, I think they could. But I think there's like an a, a international incident. Tim, thing we there. literally have an invasion on our border. It's not just people from South America. It's people from Russia, people from the Middle East that are coming through every day. And South, it's just from, it, from Africa. Yeah, from it's just, Africa. But it's a sex trafficking. It's a drug trafficking. I think they did. A, I think they took a, a woman in for a rape kit and she had semen samples in her from 22 different people. And I think the semen samples only live for like 48 hours or something. So and there's things called rape trees out there. I mean, it's disgusting where, you know, kids will find underwear, they'll find tampons, they'll find all kinds of stuff that insinuated that there was some sort of sexual trauma that happened on that scene. So it's not okay when these these parents literally use well, their kids as collateral to, to send them with coyotes need, across the border. They need to send the National Guard down to the border and just shut it down. They need the regular army there, not just the National Guard. They, it, instead of having a base in every other country, we need to put bases on our border and try to protect our U.S. citizens. 108,000 drug overdose deaths this past year. We have a fentanyl crisis that is killing literal children left and right day after but day. But that's the CIA. That's the CIA well, probably that's, bringing that one in. And you talk about the Iran-Contra, which we were trading with Nicaragua yep. guns and then we were bringing them in and Barry Seal was flying these drugs all cocaine over. Cocaine into the cocaine. United States and making it crack cocaine and of course selling it to the poor communities. Freeway Ricky Ross and yep. it's all the done news, through me the, the news Ross. would then mm-hmm. run stories where they would be like on the corner of 63rd and Cicero another super heroin death <laughs> and then the next day they'd be like 16 deaths last night after we ran that report. No joke. 
They would run reports telling people where it happened, and then the addicts would rush there and be like, I want to buy it, and then the next day they'd be like even more dead. Yeah, just to go back to this topic, 50, those are rookie numbers. Barack Obama, during COVID, had hundreds of people at his birthday party at Martha's Vineyard. Bring them all. Have have Obama host them. Obama's a a big fan favorite, of course, bringing people in here. Kamala Harris also had immigrants show up at her her, uh, her doorstep today in Washington, D.C. As she was doing interviews saying that, that, yeah, of course, the border is very secure. I think, I think uh, Abbott. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And uh, DeSantis should send more planes to Martha's Vineyard. And and it's mostly because it is a beautiful, nice, safe, wealthy place. The Hamptons. The fact that, yeah, in the Hamptons. The fact that they're saying like, how dare you be so cruel? Like, so cruel. We sent these people to one of the wealthiest places in the country. Y'all can take care of them. They're going to live better than they they, would have lived anywhere else. Absolutely. And and they're at the richest place in the world almost and and specifically when you send them to new to new york the mayor is even saying it's too dangerous for immigrants to be inside of new york city because of the rising violence so so why send them to new york martha's vineyard seems fine for me well and then have you guys seen the complaint from mexico city about the gentrification of all the oh, white yes. yes so isn't that funny how it works out like that you yeah. know they get a bunch of white people come oh get out of here they're making stuff rent more expensive and and they're the not toothpaste. speaking spanish they're yeah. speaking english <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah it's kind of funny. i got i gotta be honest like when these uh, uh, when these hipster liberal woke types discover that Mexico City actually wasn't all sepia toned and it was actually a fairly cool climate with delicious food and amazing yeah. people, all of a sudden they were like, "I'd rather be there." Yeah, I'd especially love with the remote, City. yeah, especially yeah. with the remote working too. That's what they said. Everybody, I've been there what, so what, many what, times. I love come, it down there. Real quick, how come like how come every media depiction of Mexico is sepia? Hmm. It's like. Yeah. It's like you've never been there. Well, why is it Texas is guy on a horse, a Mexican a sombrero? I mean, it's always the stereotype, you know? Yeah. I also learned that Mexican food is actually not Mexican food. When you go to a Mexican restaurant, it's uh, Tex-Mex. Oh, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. But I think, like, most people from Mexico realize that. They, they come up to here and they're like, what is this? Well, and, oh, you what's, know, a ta- what's a burrito? And what we've seen here, you know, Thomas Sowell talked about this a lot, but, you know, liberals never have to actually live with the consequences of their actions. I mean, that's the reality. The far it's, left, they live all, hey, this doesn't, open border? There's not an open border. Well, all of a sudden, what you've seen Governor DeSantis do is put it right on, no, no, actually, you can you can, you can can deal with a little bit of what every border town, what our, every state is dealing with near the southern border and make them deal with the consequences. And boy, they don't like it. Dude, I just, I'm imagining DeSantis signing off on this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, <laughs> he's like, I got two planes, let's put 50, and they're like laughing. And they're just like, look, this is, it's insane to me that they're calling it cruel to the immigrants. Yeah. I don't think anyone's buying it. That's I think right, that's you're going right. to have yeah. some working class family, you know, making 50K a year trying to support their kids. And they're like, you think being sent to Martha's Vineyard is cruel? Yep. Tim, we won't let Novak Djokovic come in right. and defend his title, <laughs> yep. literally, because he will not get a vaccine that is the most safe and effective thing ever. I have six Fauci ouchies. Thank you for creating it. I'll miss you, Dr. Fauci. But if you are an illegal immigrant, we'll let you come in. We'll give you a cell phone. And if you're young enough, we'll give you a social security number. And we'll give you a first class ticket to Martha's Vineyard to go to Barack Obama's birthday party. What do you, what do you, <laughs> what do you think would happen if, if they sent like 300 people? 
I mean, it'd be a, it's, it, they're already tears. declaring a humanitarian crisis. It'd be apocalyptic. Yeah. It, but, but maybe that's the only way to get the attention of these uppity, wealthy liberal types. I mean, Obama lives there. Maybe the only way to make them finally do something is to be like, we're going to put it in your lap. Yes. They have to suffer the consequences yep. of, the, of the policies that they are pushing. And they have been allowed to get away with it for far too long, where it's other Americans that suffer the consequences. And they have built themselves an ivory tower far from it. And it's time for that to stop. This is something Thomas Sowell talks about. He talks about it is dangerous to put people in charge who pay no consequences when things go wrong. This is exactly what they're seeing. This is why I said this is brilliant. I, I <laughs> kind of agree with Alex. Hold on. Let's look at this. No, no. Continue. Continue. I was going to say, I, I, I agree with Alex that I don't feel like we should be pushing them into the country. But at the same time, right. if you don't hold politicians accountable, they'll just keep doing what they're doing. Look at this. Just put us in this situation. Let me, let what is this? this? They deserve better than being left on the streets of D.C. <laughs> or being left in Martha's Vineyard. They deserve, deserve a lot better than that. <laughs> Man. They des- That's, yeah, leave I them on the streets in Texas yeah. or New York okay, City. Yeah. Right? Just not in our homes. Yeah, exactly. Just please get them out of here. It's, I mean, but, this is but crazy. isn't it amazing I said that? Just like D.C. or Martha's Vineyard? Yep. She didn't say same. Texas. She didn't say El Paso. Yep. She didn't yep. say New York City. Yes, it's just where we are. Yeah, just get them away from oh, us. Oh, I despise yeah. these. These people are just so scummy and evil. Man. They vote for things that won't, because they won't face the consequences, like you were saying. They live in big cities, and they vote to take away the guns from a dude who lives in bear country. Yep. They're like, you shouldn't be able to have more than 10 rounds in your weapon. It's like, what if I'm attacked yep. by a bear? Yep. I don't care. Yep. Screw you. Yeah. Or pigs. Thir- yeah. 30 to 30, the, the, the meme was 30 to 50 feral hogs, and the left went nuts laughing, being like, that doesn't happen. And then all these people in the country were like, dude, feral hogs are extremely dangerous, and we go on hog shoots because they destroy your property, and they can kill kids. Yeah. We can take away your guns. And they do kill your, kids. Yeah, we can take yeah. away your guns because we've got a dozen armed That's security right. guards that follow us around us, you know, encircle us wherever we go. But you know what? You guys don't need guns. I mean, it's just the hypocrisy is never ending. But, man. Yeah. Well, and I want to make this point, too. And I think it was Thomas Jefferson that said this. But this is the problem with democracy is that it's two wolves and a sheep deciding what's yes. for dinner. So, you know what I mean? Nothing's ever going to be fair. And if you get the populace on your side, we actually don't even have a populist movement. They always say, oh, you know, the ultra maggot is more of the populist movement. My point being is that we are not well, we're not represented correctly by the people in power and i think that's why we're subjugated to so much uh, strife and that's where we fight with each other instead of actually fixing look the at problems. this one this one uh, from timcast.com governor jb pritzker orders emergency declaration following arrival of illegal immigrants from texas mayor Lori lightfoot and texas governor greg abbott have been exchanging barbed comments for the last month <laughs> i love how they sit back and just gloat voting for these policies as texas arizona and other southern border states new mexico suffer the moment these states say y'all can share in the bounty for which you have sown, they go, oh, emergency. Oh, how could you do this? You're so evil. They're claiming emergencies in Illinois, in New York, Martha's Vineyard, D.C. It's pathetic. But you know what? Maybe this is the only way, the only way to make a change, the only way to get these people to stop doing it. They don't think that these other states are part of the U.S. And I think this is exactly in line with how Biden was giving that speech about how all these mega mega horrible people are they're like not part of our our democracy the left uses their positions in power to punish conservatives and those against them in the country i mean that that is they take it and it is it is a game of how do we leverage this to punish those that are against us and this is what this is what you see hey as long as it's in texas as long as it's in oklahoma as long as it's in these red states great as soon as it gets in our states it is a state of emergency yes Exactly. Those consequences that we've ignored for decades. I, I say keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. 
Abbott, DeSantis. DeSantis should send more planes out. 100%. Because the, the other thing, too, is aside from the politics of it, if you're getting, if Florida and Texas are being overwhelmed and they can't properly care for these people, they need to send them somewhere. Why, why not just send them to where these people voted for it? And I, I, they're sanctuary cities, too. You know, D.C. is a sanctuary city. California right. is a sanctuary state. Right. But here, here's what I want to point out. You know, they're secretly happy about this. When the census comes around, I think we're like, what, eight years out or something like that. This is going to give them more congressional seats. Tim, they say voter ID is racist, yet they wanted you to have a freaking vaccine mandate to buy a hot dog at 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all you need to know. Of course, that's Chris, why they need this. Char Charlie Crist in uh, Florida <laughs> says that there should be vax mandates again. Of course, they love that. They love a vaccine. And that's not racist. Having to show an ID and a vaccine card to eat spaghetti at Olive Garden, <laughs> that's not racist. But having to show an ID to vote an election, that is I would love trait. it if felt like the policy was specifically about hot dogs at 7-Eleven. It was just like, everything else is fine, but... <laughs> hot we, dog. We, we got, well, we don't know what's in them, and they're probably dirty, <laughs> yeah, so... that's fair. Because we do have liability here at 7-Eleven, yeah, so we'd prefer if you were uh, vaccinated for it. No, but, but that just kind of shows you the hypocrisy of this, and I think you're exactly right that there is some sort of... Uh, ulterior motives with the border being. No, I think open. I think they're just scumbags. I, I think they just sit. Well, so, well, did look, you look, not look. see? Did you not see the messaging they asked one of the immigrants, and the immigrants thought that the border's open. They, yeah. They're under the impression that it is. Here's here's an example. They say we got to go green, and you go okay. Nuclear power is very very you know. Uh, there's a lot of energy density in, in nuclear, and they go oh nuclear is bad, and you're like okay well, well come on like you're, you're telling me there's no solution, and then we got to stop what we're doing. That makes no sense. The policy from these people that we got to get off fossil fuels, but that we can't use green technology like nuclear. Then they want, they say, oh, we'll do, we'll do solar and wind, even though we don't have the batteries for it. <laughs> they're not offering you solutions. They're offering you destruction. They're offering you problems. Yeah, but Tim, this is just, a, that is just a, a perfect example of what we're going through. It's called the Great Reset. And I know there's different iterations of the Great Reset, but once they take us off the fossil fuels and we're on a battery, then they can control every micro microtransaction that you go through, whether starting your car, or turning on your cell phone. So that's why they want us so dependent on a grid is so we have no independence whatsoever. Action, man. Uh, super chat. He said, let's send feral hogs to Dem strongholds. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see in Pennsylvania or somewhere where there's a limit to the clips, a guy almost got killed by a hog yeah. because he didn't have enough Wait, bullets. Was this Italy? Somewhere, yeah, or wherever that yeah, was. Yeah, it was yeah. A, the viral video out of Italy where a hog charges a guy and he's only allowed three rounds mm -hmm. and they don't stop the hog. Yeah, it almost gets him. In yeah. Poland recently, there was a child that died because of hogs, oh. you know, they attacked him and killed him. It was a big story everywhere. Dude, so people don't get pigs are brutal. Like I went, yeah. to, uh, I went to a county fair recently Sharp and they have a whole bunch of big fat pigs laying around and people were like, oh, the pigs will kill you. They'll eat you. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to go in there and you got to like whack them to get them away from you and stuff. But Animal you fall lecture. down, they'll just be like, food, yeah. Yeah, they can digest now imagine, yeah, now imagine feral, you know, feral hogs running around. Before Dangerous. we move on from the immigration thing, and then I'll be quiet for a little while. Do you guys remember that Joe effing Biden sent 77 planes to Tallahassee, Florida in the dead of night full of illegal immigrants? And now they're talking about DeSantis human trafficking. Oh, Bro, Biden was trafficking kids. Yes, literally. In, into like Tennessee, into uh, Westchester, New York. Florida. Yeah. And Florida. Yeah. The Biden mission. And they're probably still doing it. I'm sure they are. So you look, you can't trust the media, man. You know, we're we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna put a, I was thinking about this earlier. And I was just thinking about how like the, the left has become just this cult of do whatever you're told. And then I thought it was funny because of that old, you know, Pink Floyd thing, mother should I trust the government? Like it used to be mainstream acceptable to be like, you shouldn't. And so then I was like, I have an idea, we're making a shirt. And it's, uh, I probably shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it anyway because I, I think it's funny. 
And it says, mother, should I tr-? it's a little girl asking her mom, mother, should I trust the government? And they're outside at 7-Eleven. And she says, yes. And the 7-Eleven guy's injecting her in the arm with the vaccine. I'm like, that, that, that pretty much sums up where we're at, in my opinion. Yeah, I love the vaccine. Oh, uh, speaking of orphanages, we didn't mention uh, Laura Silsby getting caught with 20 Haitian uh, orphans at the border and uh, Hillary Clinton bailing her out. Oh, yeah, what are you talking about? that? What's her name? Laura Silsby. Laura that was a big thing. And, you know, Silsby. and still, uh, okay. a, lot, a lot of... No, that's fake news. You guys, that's debunked. That's uh, that, that's totally totally debunked. Uh, NPR says Laura Silsby, Haitian orphans would be rescuer, serial rule breaker. She's a rescuer. See what do you? What do you what, yeah, what do you yeah, mean? yeah, she's yeah. rescuing those she's children rescuing to bring to children. Hillary. Good for her. Yeah. What what is it? She was where? Where does it say she was arrested? Lauren Silsby. I think she was arrested at the Haitian border, and I think uh, Hillary Clinton they raised like two hundred eighty million dollars for Haiti, and I think they built like eleven houses or something like that. Barely that, yeah. yeah. The whole Clinton Global Initiative was a money laundering scam operation that, of course, was just no, taking this, money this from is, big this governments, is, including kinda, Ukraine. Ukraine donated a, a bunch just, of money to the Clinton it's, Global it's, Initiative. It's just a big mistake. Uh, Idaho Press NewsGuard certified says Laura Silsby convicted in Haiti but free to go. It must be just one big misunderstanding. And didn't Hillary Clinton yeah. give the mining rights to one of their relatives to mine in Haiti? Yeah, in exchange for, for all the benefits that they got there. I interviewed a, a, a Haitian that, that gave me a very passionate speech about the destruction that the Clintons brought to that country that has just been robbed and pillaged by the American ruling class. And uh, I think you can still find it on YouTube. Maybe if you're lucky, we are changed Haiti. But but uh, absolutely mind boggling how much politicians have robbed that country, particularly the Clintons, and just took everything away from it. Uh, just to add up to the other points that we were talking about before, there's still students that have to go through vax mandates here in the united states oh, yeah. that still have to get their boosters uh which is absolutely absurd in my opinion did you hear, did you guys know about the story the uh, the un linked cholera outbreak was like a huge thing wow. where I, I don't remember the full details but i remember there was like a big expose about it where basically something happened the un ended up contaminating a bunch of water or something like that they say it was cholera free until october 2010 when infected sewage from U- united nations peacekeepers sent to the caribbean nation after a devastating earthquake contaminated a river Since then, about 10,000 Haitians have died of the disease, which can cause profuse diarrhea and fluid loss that can kill with hours. More than 800,000 fell ill. Yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff that, uh, you know. If you could die from diarrhea, I'd be dead 800 times. (laughs) You can. Maybe you should call a doctor. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe I'm a ghost. That's how we ended up here, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder about stuff like the Silsby stuff, you know, because in all seriousness, she was, like, the story said she was convicted. And, um... Like what? What's going on? Who, like what are they doing? What are they doing, Luke? How far do you want to go down the yeah, rabbit hole? Yeah, like, you guys ha- want to get What can I say here? I could go, but like I don't know if you want me to go now. Like to well, be real. Well, and, and listen, and uh, before we get too conspiratorial, this will be on the members only segment. But all you got to do is look at R.I.P. Uh, Lizzie McBeth, uh, the Queen, and one of her best friends is a guy named Jimmy Seville, and Jimmy oh, Seville is one of the most yeah. legendary evil uh, predators there ever was. And you look at her son, Prince Andrew. But but, but but my point being is with Jimmy Seville is that he would supposedly take them on a boat, and we got to say this, we got to only say some stuff on. YouTube and do the most heinous things to children. So why would a evil person want to have access to a children? Well, I mean, it's either you just want to be a cool tutor or mentor or mentee relationship, or you want to probably violently do something you, you, bad. You guys me. ever see that uh, South Park episode about the Super Adventure Club? Mm-mm. Is that what it, I think that's what it was called? Someone, can you, someone, Google that. Look it up. Super it was, Adventure Club. Something like that, or the Explorers Club. I th- it's a South Park episode, and basically. You think they're like adventurers, but they're actually just a, a network of pedos that go and rape kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, kind of what happened with the Boy Scouts with a lot of this stuff. I mean, well, that was a South Park episode, by the way. That's, that's just, you know, fiction. Fiction <laughs> yeah. is, is well, all it is. Well, there's a saying nobody likes 
other kids except for their own. So if you're like a person that wants to be around kids all day, where they're like, you know, mentoring them. I almost kind of give a break to coaches because that's a little different. They want to be like involved in the sports. But I feel like adults that want to be no, with other people's no, kids no, no, is no, a little on. weird all the like, time. But Ryan knows better than no, me. He's no, no, a teacher. No, no. He this, knows. Is, this, is, this is what I, I can't stand. Like, you don't want to stretch it too far. Though. No, I, I okay. can't stand that narrative. That's a little too that's, vague. That, that's part of this, this, a similar narrative it's like, where it's like yeah. there was a story of a firefighter who was sitting on a plane at a window seat. And a little girl was sat next to him. And the stewardess came up and said, you have to move. And he was like. What? Excuse me, why? And they're like, because you can't sit next to this little girl. And he was like, why? What? And they forced him to move. And there's a bunch of stories like that. This idea that simply because you're an adult who wants to mentor kids automatically makes you an evil person. Yes, yeah, like, I don't think that. Yeah. No, I just think it's dangerous to be like, people shouldn't want to be around kids. No, we should keep the creepos and the, and the pedos away from kids. And people should actually be good stewards to you know the future generations. No, and I agree. I think we need more mentor-mentee relationships. But I'm just saying pedophiles or predators figure out ways in order to ingratiate themselves with kids. So they use gymnastics or they use whatever they can to get access to kids. That's because they're predators. And so that, you know, it, it was when... When I was a teacher and a coach, I would have kids go, hey, you know, they'd say something about being a friend. I'm like, I'm not your friend. Yeah. I'm your teacher. Like, I, I don't I don't have kid friends. Right. You know, like I have adult friends, but I don't want a 17-year-old friend, right? Yeah. Like, I'm your teacher. I'm your coach. There's a relationship here, but that's what this relationship looks like. And that's where, and I'm, I'm t you know, it's terrible, all the different molestation issues that we have in schools. But to your point... If you are a sexual predator, mm -hmm. you want to go work at a school. I mean, you're going to yeah. go to where the kids or are. Disney. Or Disney. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, yes. that, that just happened recently again, right? Yes. Di you know, Disney up. talks about that. Yeah. They, their security is, is they understand that they have got to be one of the top places in the world for where a pedophile would go. And, and it's... Yeah. You have to protect kids, and you have to know that again. Dude, if you are, look at this. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, this man. Is one of I'm, many. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to so interrupt. Many. But this was ten hours ago. Oh my gosh. Disney and Publix employees among those accused of wanting to abuse and groom children. Oh. Yeah. So this this guy is, is this the one where the cop is like, it wouldn't be a sting without Disney, and then he mentions like another Disney employee was cut. Look, I don't fault Disney for this. I think they're kind of bad for a lot of other reasons. Mm -hmm. I don't blame them. It's that these these creeps, these pedos, these predators know kids. These are kid places, mm -hmm. and that's why they seek out these jobs. Also, schools, and that's why it's crazy that when we're like, hey, we got to be careful. There's a bunch of these creepy stories. We, we had a story the other day about a teacher who got arrested for banging a high school student. Mm -hmm. We need to be vigilant because the predators are trying to get into these schools. Sure. But then you get banned from Twitter for bringing it up. And that's right. And that's where when you talk about these conversations about sexually inappropriate material with kids, that's exactly what you have to make sure isn't going on in the classroom. Because look how quickly that turns into grooming. Look how quickly that turns into molestation and putting kids in these positions. And so that's where we have to hold the line on this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it is protection of kids. Yeah, but you have to understand, this is not the first time that this happened with, with Disney. There, there was a number of, of Disney's things that you could look up and you could see a plethora of news reports. There's also the Franklin cover-up. There's also Larry Nassar. There's also Epstein, Edward Heath. Jimmy Seville, I think, is the biggest one when it comes to people being in the industry of, of allegedly being in children's entertainment and using that along with the connections with the royal family to do just the most god-awful things. And 
we're talking about beyond hurting children. This guy was believing in some like satanic entities, was doing things to dead bodies that I can't even describe here. He stuff out of the morgue. He, yeah, yeah, I can't, I, family-friendly show here, so I'm not going to get into it, but but we have to understand that the FBI, when it came to Larry Nazar and Epstein, helped and aided and abetted this operation all, all, all the way. So when you look at the FBI now targeting school parents who are showing up at, at, at the yeah. teacher school boards who are concerned about this type of activity, it really makes you wonder what really deep down is happening here. And it, when the FBI is targeting parents in Virginia, as, as it was the FBI targeting yeah, them, right? Domestic yeah. terrorists. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and, and you know, Alex was talking about this earlier about how coordinated is it? I mean, you look at the levels of coordination where you literally have a national teachers union that comes in and, and asks, and the, and the National School Board Association asks for the FBI to investigate parents at school board meetings. And you look at this and you go, okay, if we're about protecting kids and doing what's best for kids, there's no one's going to protect their kid more than their mom and dad. And the further that we continue to box them out, the less they can protect, be a part of what their ki- what, what's going on with their kids. But the other part of it is, it's it is the complete destruction of the family unit. We want, I mean, I, as, again, as a teacher, one of the things we always lament, we wanted more parents involved. We want more parents at parent teacher conference. We want more parents talking to you about their kids because it means that they're going to get that full support. They're going to be supported in everything that's going on, not only at school but at home. But yet, the left wants that separation and you've got extremists and you have folks that are actually doing it intentionally to get in with kids and for grooming purposes well even on blm's uh you know whatever mission statement it said the denuclearization yeah, that's right. That's right. of the breakdown of the family unit yeah but explain to me this so when they when you do the standardized test now they say like a sixth grader now is at like a first grade level or something and they're blaming that on the pandemic which i'm sure that had a big part of it but are kids just getting dumber i mean why are they doing so bad on the standardized test compared to not that long ago yeah you know i I, the entire system has been built in a way that doesn't reward exceptionalism and doesn't reward student outcomes, whether that's rewarding teachers or whether that's getting kids more aligned to the education that best fits their needs. And so what happens is, again, the National Teachers Union fought to shut down schools. And masks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and fought to put to mandate masks, fought for all this nonsense. And then we have it and it plays out. And then you see the disruption and a school system, I mean, our education system was already not performing well. And then you have the disruption, which is just further indicative of the entire problem. The entire problem is you have associations that are far left that their concern is not kids. It is their adult membership. So guess what? Every time we can fight to close down schools, they close down schools. Mm -hmm. The National Teachers Union, every time they have a reason to shut down a school, a protest. I mean, I've always, think about, a teacher blocking kids from going to school. Hmm. And that was what you saw during the pandemic, but it's indicative of the policies they advocate for all the time are not pro-student, they're pro their associate, and they're not even pro-teacher really, it's pro their association, their membership, to grow them and leverage them. And so the outcomes that you've seen are because of intentionally, and they're, and, I'm sorry, you got me on a rant, right? Yeah, you no you teed me up. <laughs> but the other thing is their entire worldview is anathema to student performance. If you believe that everybody is a victim, okay? If you believe that because of your victim status, because America is an evil racist country, misogynist, I mean, pick every, you know, every box that they that they try to check, and you tell kids that from when they're three years old to when they're 18, you've built in every excuse to not be successful not be successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, again, my other hat was a coach. As a coach, you don't come in and go, hey, we're gonna get whooped. Because that team, you know, hey, they got more money than us. Their gym's nicer than us. It doesn't matter. You see athletes come out of poverty all the time and just kick people's butts because they haven't been told from when they're three, hey, 
you know, actually, you know, we live in a, in a, in a bad part of town, so you're never going to be a good athlete. That's not at all what they're told. But we do it in academics because the left has been able to take it over. So they emphasize victimization, excuse making, and kids respond to that. They rise to the level of expectations you put on them. And if you tell them they're victims, cool, I've got to get out of jail card for the rest of my life because I'm a victim. But they'll, they'll be really good at dancing when they're older because, you know, <laughs> that's one thing they're doing. TikToking. And, and I don't want to, you know, bogart the conversation. I don't bogart the blunt. I don't want to bogart the show. But uh, Norm MacDonald has a great joke where he talks about how teachers' jobs are pretty easy because both of his parents were teachers. And how, uh, I know these are going to get mad because you're a teacher, but basically it's like, you know, it's like low stakes and that uh, they get all these holidays. And I think that's kind of where it is. That maybe people become teachers because they know it's easy. You know, I'm not saying that it's easy to teach i think it's hard to teach but it's just kind of like this like a teacher can almost be an alcoholic like there's no high stakes for them to actually teach their kids the curriculum they're just kind of showing up and getting a lot of vacation. yeah they're they're the ones issuing the grades they can say whatever they want yeah they can be like everybody was good Next. and, and the Basically. lockdowns and the mask policies that they caused had tremendous negative effects not only on intelligence not only on cognitive function but also obesity there are many studies out right now showing how these deliberate lockdowns these deliberate maskings when they weren't even backed by science have had horrible tremendous negative effects on the development on children or even L L L what's her name Lee or Lena Wen on, on CNN came out publicly and said um, I should have never told my child to wear masks because now he has developmental problems because wow. of that. Hey, and I'm living proof I've gained 45 pounds the YMCA kicked me out for not wearing a mask let me back in YMCA if you're watching this yes they didn't on Preston Road in Dallas Texas please let me back in but I, don't, when, I don't think you're 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 I lost I, I gained the weight because of them. It's all their, their fault. fault. It's nothing to do with those milkshakes <laughs> from in out. You're innocent. Yeah. The milkshakes drank themselves. That's true. You're, you're a big booty uh, I'm a big booty guy. conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, well, that's where we're at. I, yeah, I can blame the pandemic for everything. Uh uh but dude, back to the teachers. I'm just saying I think the like the idea of like uh, teachers actually caring about their students. They don't care about that. They care more about their social issues and like teaching these kids that, you know, white guilt and uh, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. You know? we're, we're not championing excellence and outcomes. We're not saying that the goal of education, these groups are not saying the goal of education is to get a kid in a position to get a job that lines up with their talent, with their skill set, so that they can get the most out of their life. That's not, listen to the arguments. We don't feel safe, so we don't want schools to open. Well, we've got all the science that says that it is safe. Well, no, well, we still don't feel safe. Well, if you don't give us X, X Y, or Z, we're going to close down the school. So, I mean, frankly, what are you doing? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. The kids are held hostage in this in this agreement here with the National Teachers Union. So we're not going to let your kids get an education till you give our association what we want. I mean, you just see how how we flip the whole thing on its head. And, and if the argument is what's best for kids and what puts them in the best spot to be successful, frankly, you want to have good teachers. Mm. You want to have folks in the classroom that are exceptional, that are ambitious, that are talented, that are that, that work well in that environment, that solve complex problems. But you know what? When you create a system that says, actually, we don't care, 
Actually, what we want to do is make sure our association's happy. What you're doing is just setting a baseline for saying, we're just going to make this as easy as possible rather than, hey, we want to find exceptionalism. We want to make sure that people are being successful because that means that the kids will be better off. I see some selfies going on. Yeah, just a little keep going. Don't distract you. Yeah, we're talking, go back to teaching the kids exceptionalism while I'm trying to Instagram. I'm yeah, trying to get that Tim Pool clout. Don't, don't that's bring right. it up. There you go. Absolutely. But completely overhauling the system. I'm a big fan of the micro schools. Uh, we, had one out, we have one out here that I've, I've contributed to. The way they do it is your, your grade level is based on where you are. So if you complete the entire math book, then you're done with math. Yeah, yeah can we even talk about that for a second? Think about how, think about how silly this is. You're in, you're in seventh grade. Well, what if you get through with all the seventh grade material? Well, you're in seventh grade. Yep. Okay, well, what if you're bad at math? Ridiculous. Good at English. Mm -hmm. 45 minutes in math, 45 minutes in English. Well, I struggle yeah. with English. 45 minutes in English. I mean, the, the way we've set up the entire system is to not be flexible, to not be agile. And are you familiar with like the maker spaces, micro schools, where they give kids like a maker space yeah. and say, oh, hey, wow. yeah, so oh, cool. it's awesome. And they go, Here, here's the deal. You've got to create a project that does A, B, or C. Boom, you got three weeks to do it. Wow, And they, and they cool. give them the materials and go, hey, here you go. And, and it's, a, it's based on the project. And this is where, again, the overstandardization of saying, hey, you've got to get 36 credits and you got to get a physics credit and you got to do these 45 things every week to do. No, no, no. What do we want? In, what do we want? What's the end game? Work with the end game in mind and what yeah. you want for kids. And those maker spaces have been just blowing up. You, you, you compare that to children learning about pronouns. It, it's a no. It's a no brainer. Hmm. There's another article <laughs> yeah. from uh, NBC News in 2004 that really kind of is is very eye opening and kind of hits on what we're talking about. And it's titled "Study: One in Ten Students Encounter Sex Abuse in School." Hmm. Uh, this is NBC News according to research from the Department of Education after quote exhaustive review of research. And those numbers are absolutely crazy. In 2004, I could only imagine what's possibly even happening right now. We're going to, uh, unless anyone wants to wrap up, I want to do a hard segue. Another hard yep. segue. Let's hard segue. Let's do this it. This story on Newsweek. Dan Crenshaw gets into heated clash with right-wing oh comedian about war. What, uh, so uh, is there anybody here who has any experience with something like this? Maybe someone could sh shine a light on what this is all about with Dan Crenshaw? Well, actually, you know, you're not pulling up this clip, but Marjorie Taylor Greene, my queen, she just got confronted by some, <laughs> uh, you know, anti-Second Amendment protesters. Really? And I was, yeah, I know, and I was coaching her. You can actually pull it up on her Twitter. I think she retweeted it. But, yeah. but I was basically saying, so we're about to show this Crenshaw, uh, you know, interaction, but I had just seen, I just saw, I don't even know the proper verbiage, but I, you, you probably know, uh, Ryan. But uh, I had just interacted with Eric Swalwell, and Eric Swalwell, when I said, hey, Fang Fang, I heard she gave you insertion, and I heard you guys had an affair, he kept his head down and didn't engage with the troll, which is, that's what you should do, Tim. You don't want to get in the mud with Primetime 99. But Dan Crenshaw has the thinnest skin. He just has to get in the mud with a pig like me, so watch this. I mean, I mean you just can't, you couldn't have hoped of me. It's almost low-hanging fruit. At, th at this point, I don't even want to go after Crenshaw anymore. I almost feel, uh, I'm a little empathetic to him not sympathetic but like i kind of so feel bad. his pain he just sucks everybody knows he sucks so I what happened to that guy you know well yeah. I, I mean he voted to kick people out of the you know army reserves and national guard for not being inoculated he gets and, angry at little girls calling him out yeah you know or disagree yeah, was, with his political like opinions when, when he first started people were like okay I, you know i kind of like this guy what's yeah, going on and then cool. he kind of just went off 
Well, and the rumor is at the latest Trump event, uh, the Trump rally, he waited to get a photo op, and Trump didn't want a photo op with him. So it's just he's a globalist. He cares more about the border between Ukraine and Russia, and we'll watch this. Uh, and that's what I'm saying is, is – and I want to make this point clear before this video plays. He's trying to go after me with this narrative that I'm anti-veterans. First of all, I care about our veterans. I care about every single serviceman that has ever had to put on the uniform. That person within the uniform I care about and I support wholeheartedly. But some of the actions that the uniform takes, the people in charge, I think that we're fighting wars in the Middle East for weapons of mass destruction that did not exist. We have things called the Baka Bazi boys, where there are mm. actual rich Afghanistan men all over raping young little kids over and over. And our our, our army official uh, narrative was, oh, well, they're our, they're our allies. So let's not get And they punished the people who whistleblowed on that situation. The, yes. the soldiers that said, hey, this is crazy. This should stop immediately. They talked to the media. They got punished. I think there's no more just reason to start a war. And I'm as anti-war as it gets. But if you told me there's a country of just all pedophiles attacking children, then I'd say, hey, and I'm as anti-war as it gets. I'd say, hey, maybe we go get involved with that. But the idea that, you know, this war was just or that these people w were sent over to the Middle East with a clear objective, nobody can prove that. And you can but, just see it. But I just want to make this last point. If you look at our withdrawal from Afghanistan with people hanging from the wheel well of airplanes, you look at them just, you know, ruining $80 billion of military equipment, just like running over the guns with the tank. They didn't care about it in the first place if they showed that sort of lack of care on top of drone striking and murdering about four children that same week. So if that shows you that is the type of care and procedures and protocols that they took that took place in the Middle East, it was not justified in any way. That was an aid worker that they said was ISIS XL or something. Yeah, was giving Sorry, I, want, I want to point this out. Um, Dan Crenshaw basically said you were shaming a group of veterans. And it's and it, and it seems like just the the anybody who watched the video can conclude that you were talking specifically about war hawks, warmongers, people voting for needless wars. And then his only response was to be like, you hate veterans. And it's just like, dude, you like that's that's the problem I have with so much of the establishment. There's no engagement. They know that if they actually engage on the issues, they lose on the issues. So they just say things like, you're racist, you're sexist, you hate veterans, etc. Well, just look at the Vietnam War. I mean, that was unjust. I don't know the last war that we had that was even justifiable. I, mean, I guess World War II, people will say. But my point being is there's no justifiable reason, in my opinion. I know there's other people say, oh, well, we have to start a war. I think you're kind of, you know, there's reasons to have war. But for me, just to kill people when we have that that thing that makes us different from animals, you know? We should be able to come to some sort of agreement where we don't have to murder everybody. But these people do not care. Like Dan Crenshaw, all he cares about is a military-industrial complex. He cares about Halliburton. He cares about Raytheon because they're going to donate money to his political action committee that is going to keep him in office. So once you are bought and sold by these corporations, you don't care about the thousands, uh, hundreds of thousands of young men that are getting sent to fight wars for bankers or for imaginary lines in the sand that don't benefit the American people. If you want to do something with our troops, put them on the southern border and serve helping you know the people that are, are facing drug and sex trafficking why, issues every day why is it that the uh the guy who described himself before the show as an idiot and and a comedian is making better points about politics than dan crenshaw could when asked about it it's because i was dropped on my head as a baby that's why i'm autistically smart i'm like rain man i can see the rain man
A little bit. No, no, but and, and I think everybody feels it's pretty similar to that. The war in the Middle East was not justified. And so for him trying to be like, oh, well, you're anti-veteran. I'm not. I want to do more to help our veterans. Our veterans are treated absolutely terrible. There's a huge suicide rate that, you know, very rarely gets very much attention. And I think it's similar to the opioid epidemic that we're going through. The veterans they don't care about and the people that die of fentanyl overdoses they don't care about. Yeah. And now the U.S. Army is telling them to go on SNAP benefits and food stamps. Mm, yeah. Literally. What? To deal with inflation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can pull up the story what? right now. No, active look service up, look, look up active service yeah, members look up US, US Army snap so benefits and bad. the story will pull up it's a crazy story that absolutely should make people reconsider and they wonder why recruitment numbers are so low well first of all there's Yo, so much propaganda and bull crap but, but, but look at this, this story Tim and we're hiring 87,000 IRS agents to go after people that are making under 400k to get around about 20 billion dollars in yep. back, back it's taxes the, it's the end come on man. and they're telling American no, 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 soldiers no, 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 to on, do on. this you cannot convince me that we have a country capable of survival when our army is being told to go on food stamps like nope. that's that's just it that's just it when 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 the government itself can't pay its own military and suggests food stamps oh we're done uh, I, I, yeah. I, like this is just one sign but it's a big sign there's a big it's, it's a big red flag and it's got a sickle and a hammer on it hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, Idiocracy, I know we always talk about that as a fictional movie, but it's it's pretty real. Once The, the more the federal government gets involved in something, the more they screw it up. So, yeah. I mean. You know, and it's, it's history, right? It's Rome. I mean, this is Rome. Rome did not take care of their army. They ended up having to hire mercenaries to carry out their never-ending wars that they wanted to keep on going, and they treated their own soldiers so bad they couldn't even staff it. So they had to go and hire mercenaries. I mean, but this is, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, but at least uh, free transgender surgery to any soldier that wants to transition. Well, there's yeah. that. You know. so. Look, the Army's getting woke. The Navy's getting woke. People are retiring, resigning. Recruitment's way, way down. And vax mandates. And yeah. vax mandates and now food stamps. And they're like, why don't people want to join the Army? Bro, when that commercial came out where the girl was like, I have two moms. I was just sitting here being like, and what does that have to do with being in the Army? Yeah. Yeah, but this is the biggest scam, Tim, is how they get people to join the Army for the GI Bill. And there's just so, such a funny meme, but it's so dark. And it's like a guy, you know, his first day, like in boot camp, is like, I joined the Army for free college. And then the next picture, it's a guy like, you know, with a gun, you know, in the full military outfit about to shoot like a you know, Afghanistan guy. He's like, please don't shoot me. And the guy holding the gun, the military guy's like, I need free college. So I'm, I'm saying that. You know, they basically Jeez. trick people into getting free college, into becoming literal warmongers for banks. So I, I think, I, think it, it, I don't like the, I guess I don't like the carrot that they use because they should make school more accessible. We should take that meme where it's like a guy and he's in, he's in like the army and he's like shivering and like, you know, the cold or he's in like a desert sweating and then there's like people shooting at him. And then he's like, just remember the eyes, keep your eyes on the prize. After all of this, I get free college. And then the next one is some like, you know, fat dude eating Doritos being like Biden just forgave my my student loan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't even fault the people for taking the $10,000. Our government is so dumb, uh, you know, because that's what everybody says. Oh, well, you took out a PPP loan. First of all, our government is is so mismanaged. And, and I think it's 1% of the population has 99% of the wealth. So if the government will help you out, I... I 50, 50%. I think it's 50%. Is that whatever yeah. it is? They got most of it. They're, they're hoarding everything. So if the government wants to give you a break, I say take it. It's not going to be fair. We have an unfair system. So just, just try not to make it divide us and hate each other over it too much. I think, you know, I was thinking about the student loan forgiveness thing. And I was like, why is it going to matter when the system collapses? You're yeah. not going to have anything. Yeah, exactly. Everybody goes back to zero. Yeah.
Well, it's like, like Fight Club. Fanny, what is it? What is it? Freddie May or whatever? Is that Freddie Mac? Mac. Yeah. Freddie Mac. There yeah. you go. I don't think the agents are going to come to your house after the apocalypse happens. And they're going to be not. like, you owe us money from that degree. Well, and, and feel it, like, oh, okay, dude. It, but Tim and Fight Club, uh, I think the end of it is they, they uh, like, you know, Tyler Durden has the secret group, but they wanted to blow up all the credit card companies and get rid of the well, credit card debt. Sure. It's kind of similar to that. Right, right, right. Wipe out all the files because then yeah. everyone goes back to zero. Yeah, and then and th- but but that's not actually a good thing. No, no you know. No. So like the problem is there there we have, we do have a problem with every, like massive debt, but debt between people isn't always a bad thing. Like that means people owe each other and they're going to work for each other and labor is going to persist. Yeah, but well, I got to make this last point about keep Bogarty. But when they took us off a of gold system, now me owing the government a hundred thousand dollars means the government's worth a hundred thousand dollars. So it doesn't make sense. Nothing backs our whole financial system. It literally is redundant. No, uh, we have guns. I don't know. I don't know. We, I mean, we, we tell is, people around but, the world, you use our money or else. Yeah, that's true. Because you know? Muammar yeah. Gaddafi tried to take, uh, he tried to turn Libya on the African dinar yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and Hillary Clinton. We came, we saw, he died. <laughs> and you know, and yep. to your point about the student loan issue, the more the government subsidizes higher ed, the more we don't get to have the real discussion and have the market pressures about what is a college degree worth? Mm-hmm. We are getting further and further away from making them face that question because the reality is, I don't know. It, it depends on it depends on what type of degree it is. It depends on the market value of the degree. Um, and, and frankly, that needs to be a national discussion. I mean, do we need higher ed for all of these different degree pathways? Can we not start certifying this? And guess what? Yeah. Start opening this up for more Americans where you can actually go get these type of jobs by showing that you're competent and have the ability to be trained to do this. When I talk to folks you know, in the business community, they even talk about that as well. Hey, I'd rather have a young person. Let them come in here. Let's let them learn. Let me train them. Let me work with them rather than get them four or five years down the road, six figures in debt with a degree that, frankly, I don't know that the degree equates to helping out in, in our Hey, if you're good at what you do and you learn and you work well with others or you've got good ideas, get in here and let's go. Let's uh, let's jump to this story. We got this tweet that uh, Alex has mentioned. Rep Marjorie Taylor right. Greene. She said these foolish cowards want the government to take away guns and the rights of parents to defend their children in schools. You have to be an idiot to think gun control will create a utopian society where criminals disarm themselves and obey the law. Let's play this and see exactly what happened. Children. You're helping no, kids get no, shot in school. No, I'm not. Record me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> No, you're, you're, like, you're a coward is what you are. I love Marjorie. You're the one running away. You're the one running away. No, gun rights protect people. That stops people from Oh, yeah, what the gun rights do for all the kids who keep getting shots in school. How am I a coward? Represent me. I love I just want to mention, like, it's funny. This guy is, like, he's not good at what, you're, what you do. No, they're trying to do that. Real quick, they're copying my bit. They, after I get all this media, they're like, oh, well, let's go hang out where they... And I'm, I'm not the first person to do this, so I don't... Carrie, you're allowed to. I like the copycats. My point being is, you're right. He's not doing good. He doesn't have the selfie stick. He doesn't have the uh, chutzpah, as they say. He doesn't have the. And he doesn't uh, have. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, he's not even. He's not even passionate. They take away your guns. Yeah. I want to live in a country where kids no, don't get shot. He just keeps saying the same thing over again. Like, bro, nobody wants to live in a country where kids are getting shot. And like, we're actively trying to stop this. But all you do is you're like, we should have a gun-free zone. And it's like, then what do we do when the kids get shot? Call the guys with guns and tell them to come. That's yeah. insane, dude. Yeah, and when they take away the guns, the only people that have the guns are the cops, military, and criminals. So, I mean... But they, it's like, we want to create a place where there's no guns. What happens if someone walks past that sign? You better call the guy with the gun. Why don't we have a guy with a gun there? No, 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 it's a gun-free zone. Okay, you know what, dude? It's like the energy thing. They're like, carbon emissions are bad. We have nuclear power. No, nuclear you can't do. Why? You know, it's bad. Why is it bad? Well, you know, whatever. 
Of okay, course. okay, well, you're not, they're not offering solutions, they're offering problems. And you know why? Probably because then when they make more problems, they can vote to say they're the ones who are going to solve the problems and they just make more problems. Yeah, I think you got a really strong point. I mean, uh, they, they it's, when I get when I walk and I go through DC, there's this weird energy of just red tape. Like they want more crap to complain about or to legislate. Yeah, they need over. it. Yeah, that's why they don't want to let racism go. And they never want a solution. To your point, they never want a solution because they can always create the fear and create the. And I mean, the reality is one of the things we've done in Oklahoma, and we're keeping pushing for other schools to do this. Put a big sign out in front of the school that says some staff here are armed. Mm -hmm. And if you enter here to hurt kids, they will use all forces necessary to take you out. There you go. Hey, you don't know who it is, you don't know where it is, but guess what? You're not gonna come into our schools and attack our kids. You're not gonna do it. And you know, or you can have the opposite, which is what we've seen other places around the country. Basically put up a big sign that goes, don't worry, there is no one here with <laughs> yeah. a gun, yeah. and we've got the most precious asset possible, our kids, and don't worry, there's no gun. By the that's, way, that's the craziest thing to me. It's absurd. So, I mean, there, have you seen the Veritas thing where they would go door to door and they were like, you know, do you favor gun control? And they're like, yes. Like, would you be willing to put up a sign in your yard saying "Proud Gun Free yeah. Home"? And they're like, no. And they, he was like, why not? And they were like, because we'd be inviting criminals. And they were like, are you saying you think you need a gun to defend yourself? And they're like, uh, mm, eh. it's just anti. -com it's just common sense. It's not. It's yeah. not anything. You know. It's not rocket science. It's what just is, common sense. What is this? You know, Alex. I did notice oh, oh, earlier. I was, I, was, I was just going to ask Alex if you know a water drop got on you and then you kind of like got shaken and then a gremlin troll came out and that was that guy who was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I just had a stupid comment. But that was going to be yeah. my point. Is I saw Alex over there uh, with this. Uh, you know, kind of doing the selfie routine earlier. Look at the angle there. Is he even getting them? In the, that's I mean, what I'm that's saying. Kind of, you got to go rookie. high, and everything's that, that so short. Rookie. You yeah. have to have the angle. You got to yeah. get, and you got to try to make your face look that's thinner. A great but point. Uh, that's no, rookie. I mean, you know, when, when it comes to uh, confronting these politicians, if you're not passionate about it, like this guy, it's just it's just kind of a dud. And I was giving Marjorie some some pointers. I think that you have to not engage a little bit, maybe engage in because you want to act like you're on the same level. But that, that's what I talked about when I first went to like city council meetings, and I would speak seriously. They wouldn't. And you I know, think you should engage. Well, I that's mean, what I'm saying. But, but my, my point being is what I want to do when I troll them is I want them to engage. So you want to engage with what the person doesn't want you to say. Does that make sense? Like, you, you like if, as a politician, you want to engage with them, well, but I, you want to I, shut them down. I would always I start think, with, think, like, a softball question. I'm like, hey, how's your day going? Hey, you know, you're a really great person. And then they let their guard down, well, and it, then I would hit them hard yeah, with the question. Is, like, you know, he has the most legendary <laughs> stuff. You know, he went and confronted Larry Silverstein, too. Oh, Larry yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that is one of the most— And Rockefeller, right? You got Rockefeller. Rockefeller, Rothschild, yeah. Brzezinski, Henry Kissinger a bunch of times. And, and Luke, Luke's been uh, to Epstein Island. Tony Blair, Bill Clinton, yeah, Al Gore. We made Al Gore he, cancel he, his I book tour. Made, I think he missed that one, didn't yep. he? Wow. Yeah, wow. You guys think it's a big wow. deal? Little Dan Crenshaw, five foot three. Like, yeah, right. That's nothing compared to what Luke's done. So I'm going to kiss your butt a little bit. Normally, when credit. I say that Luke's been to Epstein Island, he corrects it really quick, but this time. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of this. I'm like, well, he also fine. went to Zorro Ranch in New Mexico. and uh, Oh, did you else? go to that big owl statue, too? Yeah. No, then you that was, like, weren't you at the cremation go, of care ceremony at Bohemian, of Bohemian Grove? No, Bohemian Grove with no, that was Alex, Alex Jones. That was Alex Jones who did that. He said yep. you were his date. Here's, here's, here's what I want to say. I know, Alex I likes hey, to talk I about go, that. I want to go back to the, uh, the, the troll stuff. I think the reason it works is because none of these people actually know how to deal with it. And if it were me, look, I understand like you're on your way somewhere. And so like Marjorie's clearly like got something to do. But for me, like, I actually would just stop and be like, what's up? Yeah, I agree. I think you do need to engage them a little bit. But my point being is uh, you got to be kind of smart and cunning. Yeah. I'd let them talk and then I'd be like, you want me to answer? And then I'd try to answer. And if they're just playing a troll game, I'd just be calm about it and be like, 
and then just be like, I'll answer, you know, whatever. You ask me a question. I think the issue is that, especially for people like Crenshaw, the only thing he could say was, well, you hate veterans because he didn't have anything to say. He didn't have an argument to make. Anybody who's arguing that the, the, the wars in the Middle East were a mistake is right. It's, they are correct. And like the overwhelming majority of people in this country agree with that. So how do you defend being in favor of war today when most people are like, we don't want to be involved in this garbage anymore? Tim, how obvious, is it, how obvious was the pivot from Afghanistan to the Ukraine? It was like seamless. All of a sudden we went from we're out of Afghanistan. Now we're just spending billions and billions and billions of dollars to the you know proxy war in Ukraine, killing Russians from you know our money. It, it, they have to yep. continue to keep these wars going. And it's just so blatantly obvious. But sadly, everybody is asleep. They have no idea what's really happening. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. How do you wake them up? Do, I don't know, do, but... Do you yell at people and call them big booty? And yeah, I mean, sometimes... <laughs> well, that's the other thing is, too, when you're taking a nap and somebody shakes you and wakes you up from the nap, then you're, like, mad at the person for waking you up. So it's really hard. I think with me, and this is me talking personally, when I tried to wake people up, and I'm sure Luke might have had the same thing, it's kind of hard. People don't want to know, you know, that information yeah. because it's deep. You have to put a lot of time into it, and it's kind of negative vibrational energy. It puts you in this bad headspace. But for me, what's been effective in making people question the reality is comedy and you said earlier that they don't have solutions well i think they do it's a hegelian dialectic where they do have solutions called problem reaction solution but the solution that we have that we want and what they want is so different and they have a saying is you know the ends justify the means mm -hmm. so it's like yeah. we need that we need to kind of do the same thing kind of like the saul Alinsky's rules for radicals and in that one of the things is whatever you do wrong or whatever you get accused of accuse the accuser of the same thing yeah. and that's what we have to do is we kind of have to use their rules against them and create the solution that we want where kids you or not being indoctrinated, and then we kind of use the Hegelian dialectic against the new world order well, deep state. Well, for me personally, just being happy, healthy, and, and prosperous is an act of resistance in our modern-day yep. society, yeah. and if you could be an example of that, and if you could lead by example, that's one of the biggest things you could do. Open the door. You can't push people through it because the more you do, the more you're going to have a negative effect with it, and I, I think leading with solutions, celebrating our victories, and just admitting, yes, we're living in very tumultuous, crazy times, but, but these times also provide us an opportunity to to challenge ourselves and make us the best version of ourselves that we could create right now with this huge uphill battle that seems impossible. But in that in that journey, we're going to learn and have a lot of incredible learning lessons that are going to stay with us for the rest of our lives. Did we learn from the pandemic? No, I know mean, that's brilliant. But I'm, a lot I'm, of people have. A lot of people have learned from 9-11. Yeah. They, they learned from Iraq. And again, it's a balance, yin and yang. There's negative forces. There's positive forces in this world. Which one are you going to give your energy towards, right? So, so I think it's, it's a choice that we all make constantly. And I think if we focus on helping people, not being victims, because there's a lot of victims. And if we could prevent people from being victims of the next PSYOP, of the next mind control, of the next uh, scam that's going to be hitting people, that's a huge victory in itself. And it's up to the person themselves to decide if they're going to be a victim or if they're going to be thriving in this world. It's well, your choice. How many people are doing like survival training? 
I am, and and there's a huge interest in it. And People there's been be there's more. been a lot of classes that've been selling out all over the country with individuals doing these types of trainings because one, it's fun, and and two, it's great to have a skill that you could actually offer to a community um, that that would be wonderful. Even if if ish hits the fan, you will be prepared no matter what. That's why I started Apocalypse Survival, uh, part of my program on WeAreChange.org. It's funny that you said ish hits the fan. Yeah. So it just sounded like you said... Ish hits the fan. You sounded like you said... What you the were fan. trying well, to Ish say. hits the fan. <laughs> family, I still said it in a family-friendly way. That's right. He tried. Uh, little kids are watching, so we're trying to, you know... Well, speaking be. of family-friendly, this is why we should all be very worried. I just saw a clip of The Simpsons, and they're all, you know, building bug-out bags, and they had the apocalypse, and it was all from EMPs, electromagnetic pulses, that knocked everything offline. So I'm saying if it happened on The Simpsons, it's probably going to happen in real life. So get some rice, get some beans. You know, yes. just, just cyber yeah, cyber yeah, polygon. Cyber polygon What's is that? the is the is the war game that the World Economic Forum did with Russia, with the United States, uh, going through hacking of infrastructure, ENPs, and uh, a whole bunch of important uh, online um, infrastructure going down all at once. It would be, so they practiced this. This is a war game that they conducted. It would, it would just be, you know, in some ways exciting just to wake up in the morning and like there's no electricity. Ooh. Like nothing turns. Yeah, out. Tim, because you can open up a KFC. He's got a Chicken City. He's gonna have he's gonna have chicken wings for all year. We have 126 <laughs> eggs from like a week. Yeah, well, you'll it's be fine. Crazy. Yeah, I'm like, wow. we got too many chickens. So much eggs. It's just so many. And the, the thing is, chickens make more chickens. If you leave them alone, there's just more <laughs> chickens. I'm like, what I'm saying, he's gonna be totally you put fine. Food in there. Gonna... One of our chickens was brooding. We had to stop her because it's too late the season. And then it's like now we got some Jersey Giants we just bought because they're they're big. But we, I'm like, we got too many chickens, and then in the springtime, they're going to keep making more of themselves. It's like, I don't even do anything, you know? They, they, they just walk around, they eat stuff, and then I come out there, and there's more of them. It's great. Then you got to eat some of them, I guess. All right, we're going to go to Super Chats. Yes. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. And you got to become a member at TimCast.com, because you can already tell this members-only segment is going to get ridiculous. <laughs> it's going to be very ridiculous. So... I think we'll just talk all, all crazy conspiracy stuff. It'll be a good time. TimCast.com. Smash the like button. I'm going to jump to this super chat real quick because I saw it a while ago. Your mom said hi, says, shout out to me, Kyle, Bobby, and Tyler. We just did the one chip challenge. Don't do it. Do you guys know what that is? The one yeah, chip challenge? Yeah, with a super hot chip. Yeah, I bought a bunch. Yeah. I got them. They're downstairs. Okay, so we have to do one. I'll, I'll do one. I'll do one. Go get so, one right and, now. And you're complaining about mud butt. You'll do it. Now you're going to be. I'll you're going to be right taking. I'm prime time ninety nine. I will eat. Uh, someone bring a it glass up. Glass jar. Uh, get it up. Bring it. Bring it. Send up the chip, Chris. If you're listening, send up the chip. Go grab it, Chris. You're listening to this. Come up with the chips, please. Can I'll legit? Yeah, I'm not afraid, Tim. I don't live in fear. The trauma-based mind control doesn't work on my brain or my b-hole. I don't care. I will drink at McDonald's. You're going to feel it twice. Just so you know. Hey, listen, twice is nice. I don't care. I'm not oh afraid. I'm not, I'm, listen, I, uh, I will do anything. I'm on the grind all the time. I'm, I'm making the call. I'm, I'm the human we'll trash You want to do it? You want to eat yes, the Yes, I'm going to eat the chip on here. I'm going to start sweating. Like I'm going to start crying. No, right? Have you not? You've seen the TikTok videos. You know where this is going to I know exactly where it's going to go. This needs to happen. How far yeah. is the hospital? Yo, it's mean. hot. It's hot. It's hot, hot, hot. Yeah, we're in the middle of The hotter the better. I want it hot. I want to be sweating. Apparently, like... We opened it and sniffed it and went, whoa. Okay, well, let me tell you something about sniffing. This isn't a Hunter Biden episode. We're not <laughs> here to, yeah, this, is, this is a primetime 99 Packy chip. Oh is that what it's gosh. called? The Packy chip challenge or something know. like that? This is not going to end well, but, you know, it's uh, this is a <laughs> this is one uh, life advice for me. And remember, I am not a role model, but 
guys, in life, we, none of us make it out alive. So just, you that's know, true. that's just one thing. Life um, is short. It is. I don't think we're going to be able to get it. Oh, no, my God. We'll do it in the after show. I would, I would have so to go down crushing. to get it myself, personally. Why? What? Because it's, it's locked in the car. Oh. oh. Packy challenge after show. I can, I can see if... Uh, <laughs> I can, I can. I know you want to do it on the air. Well, we got it. We got it. We still got a half an hour. Let me, okay. let me see to if, figure uh, this out. Because you know, this or, is or someone else could read super chats while you go. Oh, that'd be fun. That's a possibility I be, too. I want to yeah. go. Why don't Why don't you go run down and? Okay. Okay. Where do you, whose car? Uh, Luke. Wait, hold on. Laid back, Luke. We and I am gonna give you. <laughs> can you believe I'm gonna eat so much hot chip? I'm gonna. Uh, All right. Here's what you got to do. You got to find Chris. Got it. Okay. I'm gonna give you. Don't give the inside baseball. Mute this. We don't want you. And then, do you know what they look like? They're they're little blue coffins. Chris will help okay. me find them. Did so he? I don't need I don't even know if Chris knows what it looks like, but they're little okay. blue coffins. They might be in the 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 Honda. Okay. So ask Chris. Got they, it. Might, they might be in the house in a bag. I don't know where they are. We have five of them. Okay. I'm not it's responsible. Wh whatever happens. <laughs> Just try and go quick. Listen, look, look, we're doing this. This is all about content. And this is, uh, this is good content. content. And, hey, and this is, this is, let me tell you something. To wash it down, I have a quest bar because, and we're not sponsored, but tonight we've gone on a, you know, a mission yeah, quest, on a quest for yeah. truth and hot sauce and uh, pain. I have a feeling it's going to be like 20 minutes. And he's gonna be like, I can't figure out where it is because yeah, I don't even know where they are. We we went to uh, where do we go? Oh, we went to Blue Ridge Rock Fest, and I was at Seven Eleven, and they had them, and there were a bunch of kids there, and they're like, "Don't do it." And then I was like, "I'm doing it. Get out!" They of here. said that to you though, just yeah. unsolicited. They said, "Don't." Well, they do saw it. that we grabbed them, and then they were like, "Don't, don't do, do it, old man." See, kids know. And I was like, "We're <laughs> zero eight. We're <laughs> yeah. eight seven. We're eight. We would eat bocce's in Chicago. We'd eat bocce's pizza. You know what that is? It's like this big. I don't know. It's like. Massive slice and it's five bucks. Oh, slice! Oh my. Yeah, it's like the huge slice. Oh, I don't know my. if they still exist anymore. Probably and not. then they would have eating contests and like to, to qualify to eat two of them. And I had a group of friends that wanted to qualify for the eating contest, so they went in, they bought two slices, they ate them, and then they were like, "All right, you qualify." They walked outside and just barfed in the alley. Yeah. Oh, it was just too much in <laughs> too their much, gut. Yeah. And then there was this woman that won. I think she's like a little Asian woman. They call her the Black Widow. Mm -hmm. I, I think people know of like the her. She's like a famous eater or something. I don't know. Yeah. I know, but I, listen, I can eat a lot. I've been banned from multiple all-you-can-eat buffets in Dallas, Texas. Oh, yeah? Not just for eating, but they have a very, you know, they're very strict about their egg roll policy. If you try to put some in your pockets and walk out. That's, that's not fair. That's not allowed at the Dallas buffets. So, I thought that was legal. I didn't we should, I, like, should we get, like, a glass of milk ready or, like? No, milk? I mean, just water. I don't, I mean, listen, I'm going to get, I'm going to go insane for the Ukraine. I'm probably going to cry a little bit, but let's we'll not, good, yeah. I mean, like I said, we want to kind of amp it up. I'm a very, well, here's we want hoping. some razzle-dazzle with it, you you know what I mean? Let's do Here's it. hoping he finds it, man. I'm stoked. All right, let's read some more super chats. All oh, right, it, did you find uh -oh. it? Chris is finding it right now. Did you give him the key? Oh, okay, 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 cool, cool. okay, okay. Did okay, you tell him it might be in the car? Yeah. Oh, great. I don't know. It's like, it, it, it might be on the floor in the living room or something. <laughs> Alex is having second thoughts. We, no, we, I'm not. I'm gonna yeah. eat it no matter what. I'm not gonna be a little bitch ass. Oh my. Dude, these are these are like I don't even know if it's a, actually it's like a. I don't even know how to call it a chip. The Scoville level is illegal in the state, so oh boy. Uh, yeah. Really? Well, let's let's okay. let's read here. <laughs> Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, "Tim, as a translucent skeletal skulled sea freak, hearing you get so excited talking about Fast and Furious makes me want a siren. It's all about family." Yo, this is what I'm saying. Fast and Furious. They went to outer space in the last one. You guys saw that. And then in Hobbs and Shaw, Idris Elba's got superpowers. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm saying we got to do one of two things. In the next Fast and the Furious, I think I think they should have Megazords. Like the cars should come together and make a giant robot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? That, that's yeah. Like, I like it. giant robot Let's do it. fighting other, another giant robot, and then the next one, Fast Eleven. 
They should be driving in like a nuclear powered fusion future car. And then the engine malfunctions and it explodes and all of the fast crew gets blasted by space magic and they get superpowers. What can and then Vin Diesel's like flying around and he's like shooting lasers like Superman. I'm not kidding. I would pay I would pay I would pay double to see that movie. Wait, not, not even kidding. Who wins in a fight though? Could Vin Diesel defeat Optimus Prime? I don't I don't That's know. what I wanna see, dude. He's gonna be like, Yo, I'm gonna race you and Optimus is like, Dom, you can't race me and he's like, Watch me and then and then he's flying and then he the fight. See, that's not how he does it. That's not how dude, he, that's not how you hold defeat on. it. No, Hold on, real, real quick. I know how. Everybody, you got to admit it. If they made a movie of a super-powered Dom from Fast and the Furious fighting Optimus Prime, people would pay 50 bucks to go see that. No, you have to do the Jeffrey Epstein. What happens is, is, <laughs> is, is what Vin Diesel oh, does is he seduces Optimus Prime, and then he gets him on tape shoving oh. a Toyota Camry <laughs> up Optimus yeah. Prime's uh, fuel gauge hole, and then Optimus fuel Prime, gauge? you know, or Optimus Prime, what you know, and, you know, in his oil fuel zone. Where, where you have to oil it up a little bit, so he's going to jam a Toyota Camry up that Vin Diesel does that, and then he puts it on camera, and now Optimus Prime has to do whatever Vin Diesel says because he has he's leverage on him. So I yeah. think, I think actually what would be... I would watch it. What yeah, would make more it. sense, though, is like Optimus Prime goes to Vin Diesel, and he's like, Dom, we must race to defeat Megatron. And he's like, for the family. And then they high-five. And then he's like racing the semi, and Megatron's like, I will defeat you. And then Starscream is there, and you know Transformers, and woo, Bumblebee. Yeah. Well, and, and we got to be careful. Can we say Transformers on YouTube? I feel like they're it's a very say, popular movie series. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and we can, you know, movie. we can do we can do a crossover, so we can have um, Mark Wahlberg in it and Shia LaBeouf, and they come together and they team yeah, up with the really. Fast and the Furious crew and, and they, Leah Thomas, and they go to outer space, and then they get and then they should get Fantastic Ford, where like the sun explodes and they get superpowers. I'm just saying, yo, yeah. they've they they sent the Fast crew to outer space. So I'm just ready. I'm I'm ready for more. Let's read some more super chats. Let's read some more. Otherwise, you know, I'll keep talking about Fast and the Furious. Yeah, it's, ludicrous. A, it's, it's the best. It, it really is. It's the best movie. All right. Iggy the Incubus says George Takai compared the migrants being delivered to Martha's Vineyard to Auschwitz. Hilarious. Correct. Oh, it's just so cringe. CNN. Their commentary was also gold. Oh, oh man. All right. All right. Matt McCartney says, who dictates when the government is tyrannical and what qualifying factors must be met before a well-armed militia can lawfully overthrow said government? I don't, I don't think there's an answer to that. And I think that's why, you know, uh, I don't think there's an answer to it. That's, that's why there's fear of civil war, because there isn't one. I, what I will say is, I, I think y'all got to be careful. We're so close to a major victory in the midterms. And it's very clear that what the what the DOJ, what the Democrats, and what the what the left wants is desperately for the right to get violent, because the old saying is that when you get violent, the government knows how to deal with you, but when you're peaceful and you play, you use the system to your to your best of your abilities, like <laughs> registering your friends to vote and voting, they can't do anything about that, and they're panicking because of it. Well, the state has a monopoly of violence, and it's their main tool that they use mm-hmm. to galvanize power and control everyone. You don't want to use their own tools against them. And can I say one thing on that? You know, what I think is, you know, the left loves to do this where they do something extreme and over the top, and then the right responds, and then they get put in a position of, you're you're crazy, why would you react this way? And what they're doing right now to President Trump, they are actively trying to foment some outrage on the other side. And so I, I think that's a great point. But, you know, something we've talked about a little bit tonight is our kids 
understanding American history and understanding why that Second Amendment is there, understanding that the government only has the power that we have given over to it. That's that's how this works, because we're getting to a place where you start seeing this reliance on the government and the lack of understanding where the government derives its power from and the understanding of why that Second Amendment was so crucial in having this entire experiment work in government. But again, I, I think this is so key to helping us understand moving forward, moving out of this massive overreach during COVID. Um, to understand that this is what happens when you give the government too much power and assume that the that the um oh my you know that the, the government gets to set the rules the government doesn't set the rules the people set the rules and the government has to abide by those rules in the way they're set Tim I like your optimism but are you not really just I mean does it matter when you know that a deep state that tried to impeach Trump two times I mean does it even matter if you take control look, you know oh yeah 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 look how desperate they've become dude look at all the people that are winning look at right now yeah. there's I think there's two hundred Trump endorsed candidates who won their primaries. What we're seeing now with them going after Bannon, it's it's they want you to think they're in, 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 invincible. They want you to think you can't do anything because we are less than two months away from a major ground gaining political maneuver. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, it's not gonna be the executive branch, but you might actually see with 200 Trump endorsed candidates. That means the, the, the Trump Republicans are going to have more. They're, they're not going to have the majority of Congress. They're going to have the majority of the Republican Party. And so neocon Republicans are going to have to vote with Democrats. It is going to be insane when we end up seeing like the Republican Party just going nuts. I think you might, but you're going to see committees controlled by Trump supporting Republicans, Trump endorsed candidates. I think two months, what they desperately need, they would love it if Trump supporters and people on the right did something, acted a fool. And that's why what you got to do now is you got to, you got to raise your fist and knock on the door politely and then wave to your neighbor and say, have you registered to vote? That's right. No, you're right. We have to be civilly disobedient and not break the law. But who wins, Oz or Fetterman? Oh, can you open the door? And Oz, and, Oz or Fetterman in Pennsylvania? Up, up. Up, up. Things. Yeah, here we go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is that it? Chris, come uh, in wait, here, Chris. Wait, 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 wait. Say hey, Chris. This is There's, my is new that, where, where was it? Where was Chris, it? come on. Get down That's here. That's yours? Yeah, on a blimp. Oh, really? <laughs> but it, my, mine's, mine was blue. What, can you see me? No, get down here. Come on. Chris. I see your bling. This this is, is your face. <laughs> <laughs> this Chris. is the one and the only Chris. This is, this is Chris Poole. We got it. Okay. All right. Oh, this is on the grind. Make sure to check us out. Love it. All right. Alex is going to eat it. Chris, you want to stay in here and watch this? He's okay. gone. I hold your hand, Alex. I got this. I love the symbology of a coffin. That's really sweet. Okay, all right. Have you ever your... seen Have you ever seen Boondock Saints? I mean, oh, I've seen symbolism movie of all time. Okay, I had to do the Willem Dafoe. Thing. Wow, this is really taped on here. Intense. Read Read the warning. I'm going to read it all. I just no, I can't get in it. here. It's oh, so, too tight. So Chris actually had his own. Oh. Chris is eating. He just he just eats them. Yeah, he just has, he like no. he opens them up, puts them in the back. No and just way. No, he no does way. not. Oh my gosh. Okay, look at the literature. Oh boy. Wow. Oh my. Destroyed. <laughs> this is not. I destroyed. I don't like this oh uh, symbolism. Okay, this. Where's is, the chip? What? This is Be the careful chip right with it. here. Careful with it. You got to. It's kind of like a condom. It kind of has kind of vibes. I don't know. You're a lot why. less just, safe. I think yeah. he's stalling. <laughs> no, I'm he not. Face stalling. the Reaper. I'm facing. This come on. Good. I'm, this I'm, is I'm, content. I agree. I just want you this to know that I'm a <laughs> pimp on a blimp, and I'm eating this for you, Dan Crenshaw. I know you didn't like me, so this will hopefully. The, Dan the chat room is going crazy. This will make you a little. I'm not even watching the chat. The chat room. I'm not even watching the chat. He's focused. Oh my gosh, it's hot. Okay. Turn you down, Alex. Okay. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, I'm going crazy. <laughs> Is that the chip right there? Oh my gosh, that's, that's a big chip. 
<laughs> Alex, right. you have water. Uh, I have a little water, okay. but this is for... Uh, I need a little more. I just want to say this is for all the people locked up for January 6th. You guys, I'm doing mm-hmm. this for you guys. I'm, I'm pouring one out for my homies and... Um, to my favorite big booty Latina, I eat this chip for you, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, or as I call you, my sweet angel. <laughs> oh my gosh, you did it! He's gonna die. It's funny because like I'm watching this and he's just eating a chip, and I'm like, I don't know, is it is it good? It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. It's pretty hot. It's pretty hot. So far, we have pretty mm. hot, mm. crunchy, <laughs> lip smacking. I love it. Really painful. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just a, kind of like a glassy feeling, like um, glassy, like a light bulb. I, that's <laughs> what I wait, 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 wait. Oh wait. The no, challenge no. is that you're not supposed to drink any water for like an hour or something. What? What? No, like, no. no, no look, yeah, no. look at it. There's Ooh, ratings. Hot. There's there's ratings where it's like <sighs> if you can last one minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> read, read, read the thing. It says okay. on it. It's well, like, the no, no, the, 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 the Chris, br- bring some milk, Chris, yeah. if you're listening. Need some milk. Well, no, I have the hiccups all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> wow, it's hot. Alex is going to die. Oh, and no. Luke was right. You're going to feel it twice. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Alex is dead. No, I'm Screw the challenge. Take right, some water. Look, look, look. It yeah. says, bring some milk, Chris, says, if you're listening. If, okay, help look, this poor no, man no, no, out. Hey, hey, look, look, look. It says if you can last five minutes, you're powerless. Ten minutes is powerful. Thirty oh. minutes is supercharged. If you last one hour, you're invincible. <laughs> Did you drink water already? Not yet. <laughs> you got. You got to go on. You got to. So we're saying he can't drink anything. He can't drink anything. It's. It's. It, wow. it, they're supposed to for one hour. Okay, for one hour. All right. To get to be invincible. Alex, you want to do some jumping jacks? Put that energy to good use. I'm about to puke. <laughs> nope, you got trash. Are you, are you right really going to puke? Right there. Is it? Is it that bad? This is hot. <laughs> I mean, bro, if you want to drink the water, I'm not going to stop you. I think I have some raw cow's milk milk downstairs. Yeah, we have those coffees over there. That's pet's milk. It's not for human consumption. It's getting hotter. It's getting hotter. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Eat your your quest bar. (sighs) Yep, yep. You don't have to drink anything. Wait, 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 hold on. Might make it worse. But you're going to lose the challenge. What? No, wait. The challenge doesn't stipulate whether you're going to eat quest bars after. (laughs) That's true. That's technically correct. Let me read what it says. It says... How long can you last before getting owned, eating or drinking anything? Oh my god! Yeah, so it's if if you make it five minutes, you you like you lose, I guess. Alex, you got this. It's hot. Though. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> <sighs> it feels All right, like- you hang there grunting, and I'll read more super chats. <laughs> feels like the devil's urinating in my mouth. <laughs> all right, all right. Jeremy Hernan, wait, 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 wait. Jeremy Hernan says started late because BJJ class goes to 9 p.m. But I haven't had this much fun since Labonte and Jones were on the show. That yeah, we fun. had we 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 were gonna have we had Alex Jones Phil. on, and I was like, <laughs> Phil, we need someone who can like help us keep Alex Jones, you know, contained. And he was, was like, like, Yeah, yeah, no, oh I, 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 got I can you, do bro. it. I got and you. And then and then when Alex Jones started saying stuff, mm-hmm. Phil just looks looks at him and goes, Yeah. Oh <laughs> and I was like, What are you doing? <laughs> no. He like he, he set me up. How you doing? I'm not doing well at all. I'm crying. It's, it's so it burns so bad. Burns did it taste? Did it taste good? Kind of. I mean, the flavor profile wasn't that bad. But You're it's crying. Just, oh, don't die. Oh, it hurts. First casualty. If I die, maybe I'll go out of my pain a little bit. You can. It hurts. You can. You can uh, it's been how long? Has it been three minutes? Oh, it's been like three, four, I think. Four. If you go ten minutes, you're powerful. So I'll and tell you. Powerful. That's right. I'm fine. one of the most powerful men ever. I told AOC she has a big booty. That means all the power that I need. Yes. I'm just We've so read lightheaded. Like three super chats. I got to read more super chats, man. Deep breathing. All right. Don't die. Dick Enballs oh. says, "Great name." I, yeah, I enlisted in the U.S. Army in 2005. It paid E1 privates 1,200 a month. 
How sad American treats its sol- America treats its soldiers and vets. Yeah, Just get some food stamps, bro. Quit complaining, <laughs> man. Kimber Harris, go get some food stamps. He's come back from the dead to to tell you to get food stamps. <laughs> Are you? I think that's a well. It doesn't say you can't do that actually. Okay, yeah, the rules said you couldn't eat or drink. Tongue off. It burns so yeah, bad. Yeah. He didn't say anything can, about. What about uh, tired of greaser? No, can I put no. <laughs> it's graphene. No, no. I have a little bit of graphene. I already have. I already took the vaccine, so it's. Okay. Alex is so oh, check this out. This is a good one. Eric Miller says, a black mermaid falls in love with a rich white man. In exchange for her right to be a human, she has to sacrifice her voice. If she wants to speak again, she has to seduce him to kiss her. Sounds like a Disney movie. Mm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll grab some more super chats here. Corn Pop. He says, welcome back, Luke. Well, there you go. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to be great. back. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun here. It's awesome. <laughs> Alex, uh, it's being a part of it. Oh, I'm contacting my lawyer. I signed a waiver, but I didn't expect this to be. You know, thanks to the waiver that protect you from indemnity. I w- and it's I not even the members only segment. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world but right. here right now. Very happy. All right. Let's say... Uh, Dime Kang says Facebook is issuing warnings on people's accounts for sharing Freedom Tunes' newest Jordan Peterson video, saying it violated their community guidelines regarding hate speech. Shout out to our favorite big booty man, Alex. Yeah, I have myocarditis now. (laughs) It was worth it, though. uh, Freedom Tunes put out a couple of really funny ones. They put out uh, if Jordan Peterson really was an incel, and it's really funny. It's him. When he, so I don't want to give away the jokes. It's just really funny. And then he did fixing leftist memes again. We got a shout out because they I were like, they were like, homophobe Seamus did an episode with Timcast. Like, did an episode? I was co-host of that show for seven months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mouth, my mouth is like, it's like numb. I don't Aww. even. I know it feels like I've used the hundred. And <coughs> You're gonna barf. Alex. I kind of feels like I, trash can't see it right, bro. <laughs> to your right, bro. Alex, Alex. <laughs> Alex is dead. Did he just take a dump? No, I'm just trying to. <laughs> just, the, the pain is going just to my poop brain. Your pants. No, my brain is now numb. A you little seem bit. like you're actually getting better. Yeah. No, it feels good. Honestly, the pain, so I like great. it. I have a BDSM uh, fetish, so I need this. This is why I like uh, Kamala Harris so much because she punishes me so bad. <laughs> oh it feels gosh. good. All right, Alex. All right. Oh, wait, wait. Here's a good one. Julie Girl, 1313, says Just saw a Katie Hobbs commercial bashing Carrie Lake on your oh, show. Wow. We made it. Right. Shout out to Carrie Lake. We're big fans. And uh, Katie Hobbs using our show in a commercial. Wow. Okay. You know. Thanks for your money. Well, they didn't pay us. Oh, yeah, they just they used it. It's funny when people are like, can we use a clip from your show? And I'm like, in what context? And they're like, we're commenting on it for a news video. And I'm like, are you joking? That's like, legal. It's fair use. You're going to ask me. People take my videos all the time and just, you know, whatever. Well, but have you guys seen the internet drama between Who Are These Podcasts and Stuttering John? I know that's kind of niche, but no. basically no. he he's like trying to fake sue them because they use his content for commentary. But as long as it's transform, you know, transformational, you can do that. So for the people playing at home, if you watch somebody, you can react to it. That's why reaction content is so big. I can't barely speak to my mouth. It feels like it's a little spit. Are you giving up? You're going to drink? No. How many minutes are it? I'm never giving up. I'm never quitting. Hey, Dan Crenshaw. Sorry. None of you guys. I will never quit. <laughs> you can, until you kill me. Alex, you need milk? Chris it's, is offering it's, it's, me milk. I need some milk. Yeah. I would okay. love some but milk. We're getting some milk right now. I, 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 told, I told Chris to get my. Oh, wait, 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 but listen, it's listen. breast milk, correct? I only drink oh, breast milk. No, 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 listen, no. listen, listen. It says you can't eat or drink for an hour to be invincible. Okay, well, I never now, said that. You're, I, uh, you know, I did say that I haven't, you know. You're two minutes away from being able to drink and being powerful. Okay. 
Just two more minutes. <laughs> okay, well, it I feels like I just had an abortion in my mouth. So, <laughs> Matt, you're allowed to say that on YouTube. No, I'm pro-abortion, so you're allowed to say that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great point. I think that's legal, I think. Yeah, All right, great. let's see. Uh, where are we at? Waffle Sensei says, you have to engage with them no matter how culty they are. It's not about changing the cultist's minds. It's about allowing normal people to see what a conversation looks like between a knowledgeable person and a cultist. We have milk? Yeah, we oh, my oh, God. We have milk. Oh, my gosh. How much time? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Don't drink it we just yet. Wait. Where did that milk come from? I don't know. Probably my personal stash. Luke's personal stash. Well, we know a baby formula. There's a baby formula shortage. One more, one more minute just to be sure. Because I, I, right I think it's one more minute. That's, that's some non-statist milk. I'll just tell you this much. Nancy Pelosi's breast milk is what this is. They don't oh, want to admit That's why the ice cream is $500. So I got a visual. I got a visual. Why? Why? Why did you no, make me have legal. a visual right that's now? That's legal. No, that's healthy. What are you talking about? She's solving the formula crisis herself. Thank How you. How are you doing, Nancy. Alex? Oh, I'm not doing well. I mean, I'm doing well. All right, you're good. All right. That's it. Ten minutes. You're powerful. Don't throw up. Well, you don't just drink it. You got to like swish it around a little bit because what happens is the the oils, <laughs> the oils get all over and the and the milk and the fat and the calcium. It, it is, helps. It is helping. Yeah. yeah, it is immediately helping. Yeah. But you got to like swish it around. Ooh man, I'm a pimp on a blimp. You gave me the pocky uh, chip challenge, and I grind and shine because there's no amount of food. If this was an unlimited shrimp buffet, I could do it. If it was an unlimited anything buffet, if you put food in front of me, I am like a dog. And you know why? It's because when my parents got divorced, Tim, they actually fought for custody of our family dog more than me. So I was technically Aww. raised by. He would go with me on the weekends wherever I went. So I was with my German Shepherd Primo more than my parents. So that's why I'm an animal and a dog. Oh wait. I made a mistake. It's only been nine minutes. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a soy boy whip now. No, no. I think you're good. I think you're good. I think you're good. Yeah, uh, we're going to call I wrote, it. I wrote on the timestamp because we're going to make a segment, you know, a special. The, a pocky, special the pocky pimp the pocky segment. Chip. The pocky pimp. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Does the one chip challenge and he oh succeeds. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll make it a short and we'll put it up. Well, and, and, uh, and to be fair, I actually took the, and I don't want to give them, but BW3s, whatever. They have the hottest spicy wing challenge. And Tim, I didn't want to give you the inside baseball. I actually ate that and survived. So I have yeah, a spice yeah. level unlike anything you've ever seen. So that's why I like my Latinas, like AOC, big booty, spicy life. Mm-hmm. All right. Tim didn't like that one. Oh, I'm trying to screen some of these super chats. <sighs> it's hot though. It still burns. Like you know, I feel better. I mean, I guess I feel better, but my mouth does. My lips feel numb, like mm. like I've been chewing on gasoline or something. All right, Michael Morgan says thoughts on Democrats investing thirty times as much money on Trump supporting MAGA candidates, so it's easier to run against them than other candidates. Yeah, that's really funny because now they're going on Twitter and they're being like, "Oh no, they're winning!" And it's like, "Bro, you paid for them to win." Like there was like three million dollars in endorsements to in for, New Hampshire for Don Bolduck. Yep, in the Senate. Crazy. Yep, and, and it was eight states, nineteen million dollars total, according to to the Washington Post, that they invested in uh, mainly MAGA Republicans to mm. run during these primaries. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to make a, a really good point, but that's also weird how they've been vo- the Democrats have been voting in the Republican primaries to get yep. the candidate. So not just the money, but they're actually voting in it. Absolutely. It seems like it should be illegal. Well, I actually kind of like. Uh, let me tell you something. This All is right, the well, safest and most fair election ever. So right. nothing's. Well, ever here's what here's going to happen. We're gonna we're gonna go to this um, <clears throat> members only su- members only show. So smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Become a member at TimCast.com to watch it. You can follow the show at TimCast.IRL. You can follow me at TimCast. Um, I just, do you want to shout anything out? I don't, I don't know. What yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ryan Walters for Oklahoma.com. We're trying to make sure that left-wing indoctrination is out of our schools. We've seen Ron DeSantis 
governor said in Oklahoma be leaders on keeping the state open, fighting back on Fauci and, and, and the COVID craziness. But we want to be the leader in education to show how you f- beat back the left-wing teachers union, get them out of our schools and get uh, all that nonsense out. So yeah, please give me a follow there on, on all those channels as well. And then Alex yeah. might make it to the might maybe after show. There. I just want to say uh, congratulations to my wife and her boyfriend, Daryl. Uh, she recently got her pregnant. So that's, so uh, just congratulations to you two. Uh, and other than that, no, uh, you know, you can follow me, Alex on 99. Uh, my mouth hurts. Um, that's about it. Thank you guys. I'm going to, I'm going to give you some charcoal and colostrum after the show to hope, hopefully help you with the mud, butt. but anyway, my name is Luke Radowski of wearechanged.org. My YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash we are changed. I'm only a few hundred people away from 800,000 subscribers. Check out the page. Um, there, we have a whole confrontation playlist. You can see a whole bunch of politicians sweating up a storm. YouTube.com forward slash we are change. I, I wanted to mention this yesterday because you pointed out that you were, you were like depersoned from Wikipedia. Yeah. And wait, that, wait, wait. You, got, they, you had your page and they deleted yeah, your Yeah, because the Washington Post called me Russian fake news because I yeah. didn't believe in the Russian hoax. But this is this is, this wow. is, this is weird. You've got like almost, what, 400,000 followers on Twitter or 300 something? Yeah. yeah. You've got tons of news articles. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolling Stones, yeah. New York Post, New York Times, mm-hmm. multiple mentions in, in all wow. the media publications. Right. Time's over. So, so, so but almost 800,000 YouTube followers. Yes. Yeah. And like you, you're not on... So... Well, all that has to happen is people who are listening need to give Luke a Wikipedia page. Yeah, but they can delete it. They they can make the page. They, they depersoned yeah. me. There are yeah. special notes saying that if he's a part of a news-related event, do not mention him or his wow. news organization, wow. We Are Change, because he's, you know, a Russian disinfor- inf- right. disinformation yeah. according right. to the Washington Post and their disinformation all and propaganda. Right. So let's see if wow. 35,000 people, out of how many of them listening right now and out of the millions who listen, are interested enough to push mm. back on the lies from the corporate press and help Luke out by getting his Wikipedia back. I never, yeah. yeah maybe you're, great. I gotta be honest, maybe you're better off with that yeah, one because it would just honestly. be full of lies anyway. Yeah, I, I, like, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care for it, to be honest with you. Well, you know, what matters most is, is people being on the website and, and being a part of, the, you know, being a part of this organization yeah, without, without uh, big tech social media. So you have your platform, timcast.com. I have wearechange.org. People could sign up on the email list. People could sign up on the members area and they could, we don't have to go through big tech social media. There's they can do other that alternatives. They can sign up for your website. Exactly. And your website as well. So uh, alternatives, uh, independent of big tech social media is the future i'm happy you're leading the way i'm doing my best to do whatever i can so i i we we, we invented a zeppelin over yeah, here yeah you know we brought a guy and we, we put a zeppelin and wikipedia won't re-put in that i invented a zeppelin i think it's fake news anyway <laughs> anyway sorry lydia you had yeah i am also here thank you guys very much for tuning in this evening this has been an incredibly entertaining show with alex i'm glad you enjoyed your milk and that you survived and did not throw up i'm gonna try to keep it so that no one throws up on this show <laughs> if that's okay with everyone i feel like that's for the best you guys, yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter and minds.com at sourpatchlets as well as sourpatchlits.me. We're going to we're going to go to the members only show, so make sure you sign up at timcast.com and we'll see you all over there in about an hour. Thanks for hanging out. Bye guys. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.